Hey everyone, today is Tuesday the 26th of April 2016 and this is The Gap, a bonus episode just for you Dark Souls 3 people. Uh, my name is Luke Laurie, Judd Gouray is here. Hi. Mr. Jeremy Junglish Ray will be here shortly, we hope. Um, he's held up in traffic, I believe. His space car isn't working today. That's true. Um, unfortunately for us, uh, we've, we've got some guests though, which is good to fill in that spot while- well, unfortunately for us, we've got some guests. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately for, for, for John, <laughs> because he doesn't uh, get to talk about Amazing Dark Souls while he's away. True. Uh, first up, we've got the uh, editor of official PlayStation magazine. Adam Matthew is here to join us. Hello, everybody. How you going? Pretty good? Yeah, doing all right. My Overwatch buddy from the other night. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We, yeah. We did pretty good, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Job was there and uh, things didn't go so well after that. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> they had like a Call of Duty pro on their team and we all did. this other bullshit. Yeah, everyone was everyone was May. Everyone was freezing us. Yeah, we, yeah it, Daniel it was Wilkes. <laughs> yeah, I used to meet you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, joining us, number two guest. This is uh, something different, right? We haven't had two guests on for quite a while. I guess I it's I been know. been a while. Odd, odd distinction. We have freelance writer Anthony O'Connor. How are you going today? Hey, man, I'm very well. Evening, gentlemen. Happy to talk about Dark Souls 3. Very excited. Pumped. I hear you know a lot about Dark Souls. I don't know if I know a lot about Dark Souls so much as I play too much of it and then get twitchy and obsessive. Um, so, but I, I think that's kind of a common affliction, right? Yeah. We've, we've all got that. Yeah. We've, we've all been there. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, um, we do have a structure tonight. Job has prepared something. Uh, it's, oh, don't like don't make a thing out of it. <laughs> that we've prepared just so that we've got some fucking idea of what we're doing, so that main- we don't like ah. Oh, well, yeah, oh, Anthony that wants to talk about fucking you know tree boss, and then Adam's like, yeah, okay, tree boss is great, but let me talk about fighting a big dragon, and then we just fucking shit the bed. Like, <laughs> I love it that that Adam and I get blamed for this. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, straight out of the gate. You guys we don't like have. Look, we've got three hundred. And suddenly, ready ourselves up in this. We got three hundred and seventeen. We're the fucking Howard Stearns of. No, we're someone better. We're like <laughs> some some palatable, long-running uh, radio hosts. Okay, we've got a, a natural rapport. Okay, and you guys, yeah, you guys are right. fucking clusterfucks. Okay. <laughs> So I guess we off the off the bat we should just say that this is going to be like complete spoilers, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be hectic spoilers. So if you haven't finished the game yet and you don't want to know anything, uh, maybe stop listening. Not forever. Get good. Finish the game, right? Finish the game. Yeah, it's been out for ages. I've finished it three times now. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Um. Yeah. But yeah. So spoilers from here on out. Uh. So don't worry about. You guys, you can talk about anything you want, spoiler-wise. Uh, if you know some shit that we might not know and you want to spoil some stuff, like I have literally never met Patches. I know he's in the game, but I've never fucking met him. Go for it. But, uh, yeah. Cool? All good? All right. Let's kick Go off. Ahead. Yeah? Sure. Uh, what's everybody's um, relationship with, with Dark Souls? If, like, you guys played all of them or just, like, the, the first one you've played? Like, what's what's going on? Um, pretty much everything from Demon Souls onwards, Bloodborne, obviously. Um, Anthony, you're pretty much the same, aren't you? No, I didn't. I came to the series relatively late, 
Um, I never played Demon's Souls, was sort of aware of its existence, and picked up Dark Souls uh, secondhand. Uh, I, I was buying something else, I think one of the Batman Arkham games. And um, I put it in, booted it up, and in about 40 minutes decided this was in no way a game designed for people. <laughs> and uh, put it back on the pile, where it gathered dust ignominiously for like six months. And um, then I don't, I don't know what, um, what prompted me to pick it up again, but I did. And I must have been in the right mood, that mixture of kind of exploratory and slightly masochistic. And, um, and I sort of got hooked. But I did mainly part two was the one that I sort of, even though it's, you know, technically not as good, was the one that sort of excited me most at first. And then Bloodborne and now this one. Okay. Um, so a, a, a bit of a noob comparatively, I guess. Mm. Joe, you've been all the way through I haven't played Demon Souls, but uh, see, I, like I bought Demon Souls, I bought it off uh, Play Asia or whatever Play Asia, Licksang maybe, um, like way, way, way back when, because I knew it, like all all the people on this forum I was on, they were all playing it and they were all loving it, and I bought it and I went to play it. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't want to play some fucking crazy Japanese RPG. Fuck this bullshit, mm-hmm. and uh, put it away because I hate JRPGs, pretty much. All of them. I can't, like... Unless it's Pokemon, I just don't want any fucking... A bar of it, okay? Okay. Um, so then... <laughs> I, I got I got Dark Souls, and I played it and got murdered very quickly, and I'm like, fuck this bullshit. This game's fucking bullshit. Fuck it. Fuck it all. Fuck anyone who likes it. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. my, my twin brother came down from Queensland, uh, and he'd finished it. And he's like, oh, my God, you got Dark Souls. And I'm like, yeah, fuck that. And he's like, no, it's awesome. I'm like, fuck off. And uh, he's like, well, look, I'll just talk you through it and you'll start to see. And talk me through it, talk me up to killing the pig. And yep. uh, I was it. I was hooked. I was fully fucking in. Uh, so I, I think Dark Souls 2 is my first Souls, like independent Souls experience. I think okay. it shaped my my actual love for the series. I think it's why I'm ultra defensive when people say it's sh- a shitty Souls game. That was my next question. A lot of people hate on it. Yeah. Why Why is that the case, do you think? Because, uh, you know, obviously uh, the way it's laid out is a, a big departure from the series as it was. Like, like level design? Yeah, the level design and the yeah. architecture itself is, is very... Uh, disjointed yeah. and I think for a lot of people that is the essence of Dark Souls and I think that's where the divide occurs for you know fans of either either series like for some people you know it's got to have those interconnected intertwining and Dark Souls 2 still had that it just didn't have it on the same scale that Dark Souls 1 had hmm. um, so for a lot of people yeah it has to have that other people, on the other hand, they don't need it. Like it's it's just not that important to them, and uh, as a result, uh, they actually you know wind up loving Dark Souls two for everything it does right. For all the things that, like all the things that you, people lament didn't return for Dark Souls three, like fucking a new game plus that actually matters at all and yeah. shit. You know, like yeah, yeah. It's, mm. It's one of those odd oddities that uh, I think nobody, like, people just won't budge on. I'll never, like, maybe one day you could convince me that uh, Dark Souls 2 is a bottom tier Dark Souls game, but or Souls game, but it's going to have to, you know, 
gonna have to be after nine more fucking Souls games that are all mm. fucking way better or some shit. Mm. Is yeah. it is it also like a fanboyism thing of of like Miyazaki didn't work on this one? He was off making Bloodborne, and so it's not at that tier. Like, is that maybe also another thing? Yeah, it could be. I mean, to some extent, I, th- I think there are people who believe that Miyazaki is the heart and soul of the Souls games, right? So for him to not work on Dark Souls 2, for him to not specifically construct it, yeah, I, I can see why people might um, fanboy against it. But uh, I, don't, I don't think that's the core of their problem with it. I think they've just fundamentally shifted how they experience the game and so elements that Dark Souls 2 didn't deliver like Mm. the fact that they didn't deliver them meant that they couldn't enjoy the game to the full extent that they did the other Souls games I mean Bloodborne in my opinion is way worse it's probably it's probably the worst of them I'd say Anthony uh... but before we get into that what about I I was with you but yeah yeah. What about what's what's Luke's um, experience? my my experience? Um, I got sent the original Dark Souls uh, when it first came out, but it was during a really busy period. It was like October or somewhere around then, um, and I was busy reviewing other games and kind of, of you know threw that into the console, played a little bit, and was like, "This game is horseshit. I don't understand what is going on. I'm like getting destroyed by this huge boss thing. Um, and I didn't really make it past the first area because I was just like, I don't have time for this. Like I'd heard murmurs about it being very hard and having to die a lot. And uh, me being quite busy at that stage, I, I just sort of shifted it to the side and never came back to it. Um, and then Dark Souls 2 was, was kind of on everybody's radar and, and Job and Jeremy were talking about it and saying how amped they were. So, I thought, oh, well, I'll give that a, a try and see how we go. And, yeah, played that and um, during, it came out in, like, March. So, it was quite a quiet period of the, the, the month. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that allowed me to actually sit down and play a, a lot of time with it. So, and from that stage, I was hooked. Like, it was amazing. Um, and ended up being my game of the year for that year. Uh, and then played Bloodborne. I, I liked it. Um, I had some issues, I think. And then I eventually went back and replayed Dark Souls and and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I've, I've gone through and touched most of them except for Demon Souls. Mm. That's what I mean. But, yeah, yeah awesome games. So I, I would say it's, it's kind of interesting being like, well, Dark Souls 2 is not highly regarded. But for me that's the best game in the series for me because that was my first experience of having to learn how to play these games. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's yeah. a big deal. I feel like there is a big subjective kind of uh, thrill, like that, that kind of thrill of discovery. And a lot of people did come in at two. And um, that's, that's not to be denied. It's, it's that really individual feeling of accomplishment and, and you know, uh, kind of expectation. Um, it's the first time that happens. Hmm. Yeah, yeah you fall in love with whatever the first game in the series. It seems to be like person to person every time I bring the question up. Right. The first one, like you said, Job, it's not like you came in on the tail end of it and everyone's already played it. It's like I've been able to sit down with this particular one and it's just mystified me and captured my imagination. That just seems to be the way of it. I think also like uh, in like I, I've sort of got this uh, philosophy about the way people play 
uh, Souls games, and and it involves like it it it's across all games the way I see it. But uh, you've got two types of people: you've got tourists and explorers. And I think the the initial like when you first play a Dark Souls game and you play it as a tourist, that's when you get hooked. But if you get the opportunity to uh, I don't know fucking evolve uh, into a uh, uh, an explorer, which is what I got like with Dark Souls Two, playing it before release, or Bloodborne and Dark Souls Three afterwards. Yeah. You, you you reform that attachment to the series, like it's you see it all in a very different light. It's no longer like you, you still. I, I still love Dark Souls One, and I mean, yeah, we'll get into it a bit later. But I I, I probably rank it above Dark Souls Three, to be honest. Um, but like the experience of exploring in Dark Souls 2 was that sort of uh, important to how I now look at the series that uh, I can't ever, you know, look at it any other way. Yeah. But I mean, Luke and you just touched upon something pretty important that I sort of forgot about. Being critics, we get it before anyone else. Like Dark Souls 3, it was like a... Couple of months. Well, yeah, it was months, like a couple, whole couple of weeks. Yeah. It was like a whole month. And yeah. fuck, just just playing that as a, you just feel like a, like you said, an explorer and a pioneer. There is no help out there. There are no summons. Mm-hmm. It's just you, <laughs> raw fucking challenge. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's amazing. And you form your own sort of, uh, I don't know, yeah, support like, groups. You know, yeah, exactly. Like we've, the Facebook thing. That yeah, we had we've going. done it for the last, well, for Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3. Adam and, and yeah. I have had a little group that we've uh, went on in, uh, yeah. sort of explainer bragged. Oh, where are you up to? Oh, I just <laughs> beat this boss. What are you up to? Yeah. Yeah. Have you got this sword? This sword oh, really? Yeah. I've never been there. You're yeah. a mage, are you? Oh, yeah, that's that's cool. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Playing the game on easy. Playing invisible, huh? Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it's it's always been sort of respectful, that sort of Facebook thing of spoilers and all that sort of stuff. It's not like, oh, I need help with this. Because I think you are very much like me. You don't want help yeah. at all. It's, it's purely fucking, where are you? And I'll say, oh, I'm here. And you go, oh, fuck, man. Or wait until you get around the corner. This is just going to blow your mind. And without fail, every fucking time it did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's a great way to play it. And you got to, at the same time, you know, you're sort of couching everything you say in these sort of vague, yeah. <laughs> vague descriptions of things. Oh, uh, where are you? Where are you up to? Uh, it's pretty snowy. Um. <laughs> it's a bit nippy. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like leaving cryptic messages like in the game. It's yeah. like I've got limited vocabulary that I'm going to give you. I'm Beware I'm of actually fatty. teasing the shit out of you. Beware of fatty. Yeah. Um. I found that like there were people like there there are some optional bosses uh, and some very missable bosses uh, in, in Dark Souls that I never like encountered until just before like pretty much the day before release. I was away traveling and uh, I got back uh, very late at, at about ten thirty. I got home after like exiting customs and it was about midnight and I jumped onto Dark Souls <laughs> and. Uh, and yeah. I'm like, I've been talking to people this entire time. And they're like, oh, you know, I, I fought this boss 
and there was a baby crying in the background and he was saying all this weird shit. I'm like, I never fucking did that. What the fuck? I'm up to the last boss. How the fuck did, like, how the fuck did this happen? And uh, so I had to go, like, bust on through and find these fucking other bosses. And, yeah, it was just fucking odd, man. Like, it was just so odd knowing how much I missed when I found out how much I'd missed. Because yeah. I fucking missed a bunch. And there's so many fucking bosses in the game. Was it, like, 19 or something? Like, it's up there. There's yeah. a lot. There's so many to kill. So, fifteen, fifteen. It's got to be a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, no, eighteen. I've, I've got 18. nineteen. I've got nineteen according to um, Dark Souls Wiki for extra life. Um, Who is the? Who's the nineteenth? Um, got Gundir. Yep. Yeah, Gundir is the first. Vort is second. Uh, fucking tree. Fucking tree. Crystal Sage, uh, Abyss Watchers, Deacons, Deacons, Angly Skeleton. Yeah. Angly Skeleton. <laughs> old, Demon, old Demon King is next here on the list, inexplicably, because I don't yeah. know. I didn't even went after him straight away, because you look at one look at the smoldering lake, you're like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Everything's a blur after that. What's after that? Like Pontus, Pontus or something? Pontus. Aldrich. Yeah. Are you all? Yorm, Dancer, Mate Yorm, Dragon Slayer, Osiris the Consumed King, Champion Gunda, yep. uh, the Two Princes, yep. uh, Ancient Wyvern, uh, mm. Nameless King, and Soul of Cinder. Oh, yeah, that is 19. 19. Okay. Well, that's a lot shit. of bosses, man. That's a shit. lot of bosses. Yeah. Yeah, it's heaps. Um,. So shall we shall we go through the game then? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go through the game. Let's let's do the first three bosses all in one chunk. Although technically, like every other time after my first playthrough, uh, I've killed the dancer before I put, killed Vort. Um, what? Oh, all right. You just went up and shanked the old bitch. Yep. Was that- yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love. I love that you even thought of that. I never would have in a million years. <laughs> it never would have occurred to me that I can just stab the old chick and then fight one of the most strong bosses in the game really early. Yeah. But uh, you've just gone. No, she's getting a stab. Well, I remember playing it in Bandai Namco, and I think they'd already pre-killed her or something. Because I remember wandering into that church during the demo, and she was just ready to go. And then when the full game came out. I wandered into the church. I was like, "That was the, the uh, like, that was the E three demo." Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was um, it was supposed to have her that early on because you were already. Yeah. I think you were like level forty or some shit. It was ridiculous. Right. Like yeah. you shouldn't have been in that area. Pretty much, it's fucking, yeah. everyone was ruining shit. But they wanted to make it easy because journalists uh, typically shit at video games. Yes, they are. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, I have skipped. I, uh, well, I haven't skipped Fort because I have to go there. Actually, yeah, you do have to go there. Um, but yeah, since the first one, uh, I've I've always skipped it. Let's do it the normal way anyway. So, the first area. What What do you guys think of it as a tutorial level? Because I think it's fucking brilliant. But I might just like I I also worry that I'm just too sort of close to the concepts. I'm sort of thinking, wow, you would totally get a lot of chances at fighting this boss very quickly 
if you were to die. That's awesome. You'd learn how to run back and sprint straight back to a boss almost immediately. But on the other hand, some people didn't like it because they felt like they were just getting fucked on immediately. What yeah. do you guys think? That's the biggest complaint I've heard is that it just it it doesn't really teach you that well. It just throws you into the deep end. And if, if you're the type of person not, not patient, then you'll just give up quite easily and just throw it in the bin. Um, I think Dark Souls 2 did a much better job at introducing people to the game. Mm. Yeah, look, um, I've, I've played games that have had much harder tutorials or first levels. Um, and this, this is going off track a little bit, actually completely. I decided to replay. Do you remember Driver? Job, did you ever play that on yes. PlayStation? Yes, the opening level was a completely unskippable thing where you had to just basically do Jim Carner in a fucking car park. Mm-hmm. And you had like 60 seconds to do it. And if you couldn't do it, you didn't start the game. Yep. So I think Dark Souls, by comparison, at least it lets you sort of, you can go through, you can kill a bunch of guys, you can level up, you can. You can you know, level up. You can't, can't level up. up. Oh, that's, that's right. That's the thing that struck me as interesting. That's yeah. Um, so you kind of stuck. The the trick, the like on the on the other hand, right? Though, like Gundir, the first time is pathetically simple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like spectacularly easy to beat uh, with anything. Like I, to the point I was making before my playthroughs after the first time I've, I've been deprived every single time mm. uh it's just because i want to i want the 10 extra levels you get roughly uh from starting at level one but having 10 across the board um he's still very easy to beat especially if you decide to bother to go get the fucking firebombs at the bottom of the cliff Holy shit. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But like in saying that, you're saying it's easy, but we did that preview and you guys spent like a good 20, 30 minutes trying to beat that guy, having like th- three other people that knew how to play this game. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, you're during your review period, you probably smashed through it, but that first time, everybody, uh, you know, kind of struggled at that point. Yeah, but that's yeah. like that's that's like all the bosses. All of them are... Yeah, that's that's the game. I mean, that you, you smash yourself against the the cliffs, and eventually you learn some stuff, and then you beat them, and that's that's the triumph. I think to suggest anything other than that would be, you know, not representative of the experience. It's it's a Metroidvania game where instead of getting a fucking double jump, you level up your fucking knowledge, and that's the essence of the game. So, like, of course, yeah, it's definitely easy now. It's very easy now, and. Uh, I still have a lot of trouble with the fucking Solar Cinder because it's a fucking tough fight. Oh, yeah. No, uh, yeah. But by the same token, like, it's it's just a case of learning it. Like, you've someone's got to learn it. You've got to fucking learn it, right? Like, so is that any, that's not an excuse to yeah, me. Yeah, but it, it, what I'm saying is for people that don't know or that are going in blind, they're going to come up against this thing and be like, just be frustrated at the game. Like, people that know it's going to be a hard game, fair enough. They'll understand they've got to get in there and, um, you know, try a bit. But if you don't know anything about this, you'll just get in there and keep dying. And, and that just kind of throws you off. Whereas, I think Dark Souls 2, it introduced you to quite, uh, you know, an area where you're taking um, quite a number yeah. of enemies. And then by the time you actually got to your first boss, you're quite adept at sort of knowing how to maneuver around the game and block and dodge, whereas this one kind of gives you a couple of guys and most of them are, are not even facing you at the start. They're all just there for tutorial sake. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I don't know, man. Like I, I see it like it's a gear check. Like uh, like in World of Warcraft, if you wanted to do a, a raid, you'd have a boss that would be like require a certain amount of equipment from your group. Otherwise, you wouldn't. You just wouldn't be able to beat it. No matter how functional you were, you wouldn't be able to beat it. In this case, it requires you to have a mindset that wants to succeed in the face of odds that are staggling. Mm. I think that's that's what Gundir does. And like I I thought it's way too long for you to get to a first boss in um I'm trying to even remember in Souls 2, like, because I know the first bit, you're lighting the torches and you're stabbing the dudes and you're getting tutorial hints and you're yeah. finding the little birds that want smooth and silky. Yeah. And then you get up to the main hub area. Mm-hmm. And then where the hell do you go then? Is you that- fight the giant is the first boss. You go down that elevator. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, that's the tough first boss. Or you fight have- the pursuer or you fight... Fucking pursuer. Yeah. Uh, or, or you fight the yeah. dragon... Slayer. There it is. Yeah. 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 Sure. Or you, can you fight the other dragon? Um, the guy that gets dropped off. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Pursuer is, is the dude who gets dropped off on top of yeah, the, yeah. the castle. Um, on the other hand, yeah. Can you fight the dragon rider before you fight the dragon slayer down the bottom? You know, if you go down the stairs all the way to the bottom you can sort of make your way out to where those big giant dickhead knights are yeah yeah you can go fight them immediately if you like um if you're crazy sure yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah so there are a lot of options i mean to say that dark souls 2 gives you an easier time isn't necessarily true because you could definitely i don't see why you couldn't theoretically find yourself trying to fight one of those big giant dickheads almost immediately. Uh, like what? So you get that dark area, but the dark area's got those other giant dickheads in it as well. Mm-hmm. The ones near the, near the coffin that changes your gender. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Which was a huge surprise to me. Some people. Like, I was so, the, is this? It's pretty odd. I didn't even notice the first time I, I did, got in I was, it. Yeah. Yeah, so did I. Yep. But I was wearing so much fucking armor that it took me like half the fucking game to work out that I was a girl. I'm like, where the fuck am I a girl? What the fuck is this thing? Yeah, and I was like, what the hell? And it took us a while to be like, oh, that fucking coffin. Like, you had to read up on it. Yeah. yeah it's pretty odd. Yeah. Not that I get shit. Souls, Souls 3 is like a bottleneck. Like, you've you have to you've be. only got you you have to beat that boss. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I, I think that's okay. I also like the way it actually has like a narrative element. Like you take out the fire stick thing, and then you have to go to the firelink shrine, and it gives you kind of a palpable sense of how things work in this weird kind of you know slightly surrealist symbolic world. And I think that's nice. Like it's a nice way to be introduced to it. Yeah, actually, speaking of that, it does bring up one thing that I think they fucked up on, and that is thrusting the coiled sword into the like fireplace and then teleporting somewhere is not obvious to a lot of people. Yeah. Like, I know more than a few people yeah, yeah, yeah. who were very confused as to what the fuck that was. Like they 
They spent an yeah, hour or two hours like exploring the fucking filing shrine, trying to work out where the fuck they were supposed to go next because yeah. they didn't know they were supposed to teleport away. We, we did that in our, that in our preview session where it took me a good five minutes to figure out where we're supposed to go. And then I think it was Lucy or what? Yeah, I think it was Lucy. It was like, I don't know where I'm supposed to be going. Like, what yep. do I do next? It's like, well, you got to put the thing in the thing. And then, um, mm-hmm. then you get there. But like, like, like that's the kind of thing that I like about these games as well is being able to talk to each other and figure things out. Yeah. Like, it's not a bad thing to talk to people. Yeah. I had a mate who was, um, he was grinding for the, cause you remember there's, there's a vendor there that sells that bell tower key for 20,000 souls or something. Yeah. He was aiming for that. So he basically went out to the original area and was just stabbing oh, Jesus. all those shit little dudes <laughs> for like, Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know how long he was at it, but oh Jesus! Damn. Oh, I uh, I farmed for that in the preview session by uh, going to the area where the uh, where Hawk, the giant dude, uh, who fires arrows. Yeah. I just go there and lure the big fucking saw bone saw dude into the area. Get him killed. Six hundred souls. Get everyone else killed. Make about. I think it was like 1,700 souls a run. <laughs> and I had the preview session was like three hours or something? Yep. Yeah. Jesus. It's yeah. impressive. Yep. It was good times. Um, not really that fun, but shit's important in there, right? Like, mm. uh, you can also, did you see, you can get up to the roof before you can afford those souls. You can sort of do a running jump off a tree and you can get onto the roof so that you can go talk to the crows or you can uh, get a, get the ring that's up there and yeah, yeah. 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 Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. All right. What about next boss? Because I think we've exhausted old gun deer. Sure. Uh, Vort. Vort of the Boreal Valley. Hmm. Yeah. I found this guy really spectacularly easy. Um, I beat him second time in the preview session and first time in my first playthrough at home. And um, I, I was kind of like, I was vaguely disappointed because he looks cool and the new Frostbite was a cool attack. But, mm-hmm. but um, it felt like I'd very much been here a bunch of times. He reminded me a lot of the pig from Dark Souls 1, to be honest. Yes. Uh, you know, big charge attack, armored areas. I was very disappointed when I couldn't stab him in the butt to win. Because <laughs> uh, that was yeah. my major game plan going in. Uh, sure. He was, I, I, I've, yeah, I found him easy every time. It, t- it took me maybe three or four attempts uh, during the previous session. But after that, I don't think I've lost to him once. Um, mm. He's just... I don't know. He's he's very telegraphed, and I think he's a good boss because he teaches the player to watch for all of those moves. Like he doesn't tells, even, yeah, 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 uh, he and the two phase, yeah, sort of thing, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so you're you're able to sort of then understand how obvious some of the bosses can be. And that obviously lulls you into a false sense of security later on as well uh, when they're less obvious about how they're changing what attack they're about to do. Like the fucking nameless king who has about 
five attacks that all start the exact same way. Cause he's a mad fuckhead. But um, the area itself was um, where I first really started to love the game. Obviously, like, you know, there wasn't a lot to love about the initial area. Yeah. It was very much a tutorial experience. But the layered, like, sort of verticality, I guess, mm. uh, of uh, fucking High Wall of Lotharic is uh, it just... Yeah, it fucking worked for me. Yeah. There's so many areas that I keep forgetting to go back to, mm-hmm. like, on subsequent run-throughs. I'll be like, why don't I have as many Estes flasks as I should? I'm yeah. Because like, oh, I never went through this area. Like, I never bothered to go here this time or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, and I love the discovery of that first shortcut when you find that elevator, you're like, yep. that eureka moment, you're like, fuck yeah. You know, you're like, don't have to die to these dickheads anymore. I have to take on these fucking big dickheads with an axe or run in and pray that they don't drop down on top of me and fuck. But, yeah, no, that's like that's a classic sort of shortcut as well, which is, yeah, one of those things that I, you know, really enjoyed uh, finding. And the run, the run as well, the run from the bonfire to the boss. Yeah, minimal damage, no Estus used. Yeah, just, just get yeah, it. and you're like, do I do I stop for the knights? Because knights are the bane of my life in all these games. For some reason, I don't know if it's their fighting style or if it's just because they're boring and I don't invest like you know thought into their attacks. But um, just those knights, man. Like even later on in the game, I came back and they were still challenging. I mean, I could sort yeah. of one hit them, but still do a lot of damage. Yeah, those yeah. bad boys. So I yeah. used to run past them, but. They're such dicks, you just want to hit them so bad. <laughs> or if you got the Uchi Gitana off the Master in uh, the Filing Shrine, you found that you're able to fucking parry them with spectacular ease. I don't know mm. if you guys used it, but his uh, L2, R2 attack is parry city. It's crazy. People get mm. fucked up on that shit. Uh, and mm. the knights have nothing, nothing for it. Um,. Yeah, you can and you can get an Uchi plus two before you get to Vort very easily because you can get Tai Knight shards off. I think you get two in the Filing Shrine area. You get four before you make it down to Vort. So, yeah, you can really set yourself up nicely. Is Uchi, is it already set up to be a fire? Nah. So it's set up on bleed. It's bleed. Yeah. Okay, right, yeah. Okay. Which is... Another mad. That's bonus. the sword I went through the entire game with. Yeah. Mm. Oh, really? Sorry, both <laughs> new game as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you had a different sword. Didn't you have that um, frosty one? I, Job? I can't remember I, the name of it. I like the frosty one. I switched frosty. between the Uchi and the Ithril. Frosty fruit. Yeah. Ithril straight sword or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, they're like they both had. They're their, both very similar. They're pretty mm. much the same. Um, except the the Uchi had this overhand attack that was good for bosses that were a bit too tall, while yep, the yep. Uh, Ithril, when it got to plus five, outdamaged the Uchi by quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I remember the bastard that dropped that sword. I, I yeah. posted a video on Facebook <laughs> of me. He was chasing me, nearly had me beat, and I, for whatever reason, you know when you go off an elevator, you, I don't know if you do it, you automatically jump on it again and then get off just to see if there's anything down the shaft. Yeah. I'd already done that and I ran back and basically caused him to one shot 
fall into the thing and just die. <laughs> and there, there was a guy on Facebook page like, oh, you know, I didn't fight him. I just left him here. Fuck him. And I was like, well, <laughs> you missed out on an awesome sword. Like, you should have yeah. just killed One of the best weapons fight. in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's obviously supposed to be that level of reward as well, the Ethereal Sword, because it's supposed to showcase how good Frostbite is. I mean, you, it's it's a pain in the ass in PvP. It's one of those weapons that, like, you see the sort of frost coming off the blade and like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. Yeah. But uh, in like against normal enemies, it turns into a fucking stagger monster. People are getting staggered constantly, which is perfect. If uh, if they won't, if they've got huge health pools and they won't die fast enough, but yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's a cracker of a sword. But the Uchi, yeah, the the reason I kept that was because against humanoids, uh, whole L two go into his little samurai stance, press R two when they strike, and uh, the window for the parry is fucking ridiculous. So uh even bad parriers are able to to get a decent parry off. And I learned how to parry in Dark Souls 1. Uh, I, like, worked out that, that uh, the last boss would be a lot easier if I could parry him. And so I just spent, there's that run of, like, four nights on the way up to Gwyn. And uh, I just spent, like, ages... Parry City. Parrying them until I was certain I worked out the timing. You want to work. Basically, you want to time it so that you parry when their hand is going to, would hit you. Like if they were hitting you with their hand, as Mm. opposed to where their blade is, you you want to parry just then. And uh, once you got that, it's fucking easy as. Yeah. Satisfying. Very satisfying. I love parrying. Mm. Um, We've jumped ahead a bit though. Uh, have we? Well, we didn't uh, really we're, talk we're about High Wall. Still on board. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he was. Did, yeah. What were you saying, Luke? I know. I was going to go back a little bit and say, did any of you guys like try and take out that dragon? <laughs> I, Adam did. I came. I came back to it. I don't know at what stage. It might have been after Crystal Sage when, because I was running a sorcerer, um, and it's not something I usually do. Uh, but with Dark Souls 2, because the PvP in Dark Souls 2 was fantastic, yeah. I thought, compared to everything else. Shit, yeah. And I got absolutely hooked on waiting for people. I can't remember the name of the bell tower, but people would invade you, mm-hmm. and you would. I would basically use the chameleon spell mm. and uh, yeah. just, just fuck with them, just cruise around as a torch, and then they'd let their guard down, and I'd just soul, soul spear the shit out of them. And I fucking love doing that. So I went into this. Not to finish the game, um, I did, but basically my main goal was to get to the chameleon spell as quick as possible, keep my level down, and then, yeah, just just start a reign of terror invading people and, and doing crazy shit. Mm. So um, The irony being that where you get the chameleon spell from is probably the best area for PB, PvP in the game. So if you were appropriately leveled... Uh, yeah, you'd be well suited to fuck with people for ages. Yeah, they uh, really hit that fucking spell, man. They yeah, just... man, I still haven't found it. <laughs> yeah. I know where it's like it is. It's so just... yeah. acolyte in a church, and then you've got to decide yeah. to kill them, and that uh-huh. ruins a quest line for an NPC, and that's like a lot of that's a lot of shit going on there to find a spell. Yeah, but I like that the fact that it's it's yeah. it's got a certain exclusivity to it means I won't come up against it too much. I just buy fucking 
white branches. The branches, yeah. <laughs> <Fuck>. That, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck with people. I've got like I, I bought the max amount that I could because yeah. you can't you can't buy more than something like 460 of them or something. So I'm like, fuck it. That'll take me a while. Take me <laughs> I love to know that. I love that you know the exact max amount because you're like, what? Something I can fuck with people with? I will have as many as Here's you can, my- literally as many as will physically fit yeah. in my Here's body. my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, shut up and souls. So, yeah. um, so you were magic using then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember where we came from from this. Uh, oh, the dragon, the dragon, the dragon. Dragons. Yeah. So I came back afterwards, and I was basically uh, you can't actually target him. So I had to whip out the binoculars and just get this really set sort of angle. You know how he sort of um, he's got those two main areas that he just fucks up with fire. Yeah. So it's basically up on top of the bridge and then down off to the right as you sort of run up yeah. below. Um, I learned the hard way. He will actually turn his head to his left and just douse that entire area and just fucking kill you. So I died once or twice just trying to get the angle on him. Uh-huh. And then I spent like five, ten minutes just peppering him with the shitty soul blast that I had. And eventually he just, he just fucked off. He just yeah. went. Yeah, and you get a large tie-nine shot or some bullshit. Yeah, and there's like a claymore sitting on the wall. And I was like, eh. This was not worth it. This. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I went through the same thing, but I was at the bonfire to start with, um, <laughs> and then he turns and just shoots you, and I'm like, "Well, all right." Oh, okay. Yeah. And enough. then I and then I ended up getting him like really low, um, and then he just flew off. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like, where's my sword? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to kill him, I I went directly underneath him. There was the door that he protects with the mimic underneath, and you uh, can sprint in there from the get go. You can sprint yeah, straight in from, there yeah. and get a pretty decent weapon out of it, uh, the deep axe. But um. Yeah, if you stand just outside the door, his breath will not get you. And so I just got the oh. uh, the Dragon Slayer Great Bow, and I figured this was an appropriate uh, weapon <laughs> this has been named for shooting him. And I had to edge all the way to just outside of where he could breathe, but I could aim up and, and get an angle on him. And uh, I think I spent... Yeah, how many arrows is that? Uh, yeah, I think I spent... About 40 large <laughs> Titanite shards worth of fucking arrows trying to kill him Jesus. to get a single one. So, uh, yeah. yeah, not and even a little bit worth it. And there's always that terrible moment. Like, I was there. I think I'd put 30 soul blasts into him or something, and then I had five left, and he had maybe 200 hit points left. I was like, oh, fucking <laughs> run back to the bonfire, restock, go again. Like, just, yeah. But, hey. He didn't die, but it was worth it. I fucking hate dragons. Ever since Dark Souls one, I just <laughs> I, I hate them. So I was disappointed that uh, you couldn't chop the tail off the ancient women, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was I. I when I like cheekily thought I would shoot his tail off and get a sick sword, mm. and uh, he turned around and, and blasted me out of the fucking sky. <laughs> oh my god! It was like. <laughs> It was one of my favorite moments because it, it was clear that they were just doing it to fuck with you. Yeah. Like, mm. they knew what you're about and they just wanted to fuck with you. And I think that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, that was good. So, uh, next one. Greatwood. Optional, yeah? I was pretty annoyed that it was an optional. Like, got, I, got I down into the abyss and I was like, what? 
I think I said to you, Anthony, I was like, I sent you a message like, what the fuck am I doing down here? Where do I go? What do I have? You know, what, yeah. what is there a bookcase? I pull a book out and a door opens. Like, what the fuck am I doing here? That was, it was frustrating. The worst thing about it is that when you kill him, you can't join the purple covenant anymore. Uh, you yeah. actually can. Yeah. I found out that you can. If you oh. stay with someone else, uh, this is going to horribly vague, but if you stay with someone else, like one of the NPC characters, and you don't piss her off, I think mm. it's the Dark Moon Lady, and then later on in Endor Lono, um, you can join the Dark Moon with the pretty glowy lady. I don't know the names of these people. I have like hysterical <laughs> blindness for <laughs> fantasy names. This is not my genre. So I'm like, Glo- yeah, all right. Glo- Glo- yeah. Andy Londo down the street. Anyway, so you join that and then you go to the edge of um, where you fell down into the pit with the cursed Greatwood. Yep. And you can actually summon yourself into the NPC's world where you will fight a, a character in the, the pit and then you get to join the Covenant. Because um, I was talking to you, Joe, online and he was saying, yeah, you can join it so it's going to be too late. But yep. in my second playthrough, I hadn't progressed past, um, I think it's Aldrich. Yeah, you beat Aldrich and then you can actually go back and you oh. can join it. So it, it's, like a, it's like a crazy person conspiracy theory on whiteboards with like post-it notes and bits of red string connecting it but there is a way you can do it if you miss it at the start that so, is fantastic um, I love that someone put that together yeah. that's cool yeah it certainly wasn't me I went online <laughs> and I was like is there another way to I like the purple thing I want to join <laughs> and some genius on reddit was just like well actually and you go here's my thing Fucking thesis-sized slab of dense information. But, you know, I I thank them for it. Please tell me that's how you pose the question. I just killed Andy Londo. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I know. Redditors would love that You can just hear their geek rage (laughs) as their neck constricts as they deliberately mispronounce everyone's name. (laughs) Yeah, I wear that black, and then I went back there. I want to be a purple fella. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I, 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 uh, I, a lot of people didn't like this boss, um, and I thought it was kind of cool and gross. But I, I tend to like the bloodborne, monstrous, infection oozing bosses more than I like the "I'm a dragon." I like I like something that looks like it's diseased to stab my weapon into. Um, that's just my jam. Um, so I quite like this boss because just visually and aesthetically, but not not that hard once you work out that you can just kind of stand back and just go in for the odd hit here and there. Yeah, I think that's the, one of the first bosses where it's like you have to, this is the trick to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it would be. It would be the first where you've actually got to learn the trick and it can be unbelievably daunting until you've sorted that shit out. Yeah, it was definitely a problem during the preview phase yep. for me. Yep. And, yeah, me too. And when I went overseas to that um, sort of preview event mm-hmm. in Hamburg, so there's maybe 30 or 40 European journalists and it was the same deal. Like the amount of time we had, like if you were a decent player, you would not you would get up to that boss. And then I remember getting up, like going off to have a beer and it was just every single screen was just death yeah. to that fucking boss. So. They were all too busy counting how many pixels were on the screen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> how many polygons is in the great uh, tree's um, arm? Yeah. Asking me as I, it, will there be souls in this game? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
um, yeah, I, uh, I, it's another boss that I find unbelievably easy now to the point that I don't even do it until I decide I want to buy a boss weapon. Like, right. it's, just, it's not worth the souls that you get out of it. Uh, and yeah, it's sort of just like, well, I could do it, but, uh, I could yeah. also just not go there. I could just run straight past the, I'll get my ethereal sword, obviously. Uh, and uh, make friends with the giant at the top of the tower. And then, uh, yeah, fuck off into the swamp. Is is that not a lovely moment where you make friends with the giant and then you wander back up to the same place that once, you know, filled you with Freddy P. <laughs> and now you're just kind of like, hey, I've got a friend looking out for me. And just bam, bam, <laughs> concussive thuds. Yep. These huge arrows just kill all and sundry. It's just like... It's wonderful. That's one of the, the early moments you were talking before about where it sort of really clicked for you. That was that was one of those for me. I was like, yes, yes. I'm just leading them out and just watching them get smashed to pieces. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, the ragdoll on that is so satisfying. Just getting oh my God. off the cliff. Right? <clears throat> yeah, fuck you. It truly is what is best in life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I remember having a conversation. I think you were a couple of days ahead of me, Job. And I was like, you're like, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm in this place. They're like, it's snowy. And I said, oh, I remember asking you, like, have you killed that fucking idiot on the bell tower? Like, what's his deal? And I remember you like, don't, don't kill him. He's good. I was like, oh, okay. He's good. Yeah. Good. If you hadn't have said that, I probably would have stabbed him just out of pure rage. would have gone off the top and just hit him. I did kill him once. <laughs> oh, you can kill him. He, makes, he yeah. makes friends with you so easily for a guy that was literally minutes before shooting <laughs> massive arrows at you. He's like, you're like, can we be friends? He's like, sure. I mean, that seems oddly social for a guy that just shoots arrows at groups of people <laughs> from a tower. Um, yeah, I, I, I killed him because we made friends. I, I, he's like, oh, yeah, don't worry, I'll get you back. And then he shot me anyway. I'm like, well, fuck this bullshit. I'm going to go up there and show him what fucking happens. And uh, <laughs> he barely defended himself. It felt actually really bad. <laughs> also, he's... Uh, he's He's got from um from Dark Souls One. He's like from in the DLC. Uh, there was a boss called um, Calamite, mm. a big fuck off dragon. And when you beat said dragon, which might still be the hardest boss in the game, uh, in the series rather, uh, when you beat the dragon, you would get a ring, and the ring would make uh, you take double damage from everything in the game. Which stupid fucking ring. <laughs> you you there's one of those in in three in, yeah, yes. yeah, and you get that and you, you have to work hard to get a ring that is basically the worst thing that's ever happened. Yeah, it is like no it's just, just one. <laughs> that's crazy. That's something junglers would wear just for the fucking hell of it. Just to finish yeah. the game naked with that ring. <laughs> Um, like naked in real life or his character naked? Oh, just just both. I can see him both. there just <laughs> playing with his genitals on the controller. <laughs> He's of that ability. Um, I hadn't made the connection and then I told one of my mates that I killed him. He's like, that's fucking, that's goff, you dickhead. And I'm like, what? He shot me. I don't care. And he's like, goff <laughs> helped you with calamites. I'm like, oh, that does feel bad. Yeah, fair enough. Thanks. Thanks for ruining my day. Um, but, yeah. So, I like that he's just sort of still around. And uh, instead of shooting giant dragons, now 
he just endlessly shoots arrows into two different spots. There's two spots, right? Yeah. He's the one who's shooting the uh, yeah. spot. Then in the lava. Yeah. No, no, no. no, no. Um, that's, no that's a different that. one. No, There's another stuff. spot in when you're going towards the cathedral. cathedral of the deep, deep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's quite a hard uh, bit, especially yeah. if you're you know, a bit low level and you kind of wander into this sort of graveyard section off another graveyard. A lot of graveyards near the cathedral. Yes. And it's uh, only a very there he is. Oh, that's right. The endlessly spawning dickheads in the yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's right near the witch chick with the two fucking blades and the shortcut yep. ladder. Yeah, yeah, that bit can get fucked. Um, so yeah, you go up there. You've also got you can meet um, Sieg Siegward, is it? Sigward, yeah, Sigward, the Onion Knights. Uh, Swear you can meet him. He can't work out how to use the fucking elevators. <laughs> He's a fat sack of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Tina. Um, yeah. Didn't he? And he dropped down in a like a mini boss fight with one of the fire demons or something. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Did he you, die in yours or no? No. No. I uh, well, I, I did you did you kill Sigurd? Uh, no, I was waiting for him to die. I was just sitting back, just soul spearing. <laughs> he takes fucking thing. hard, that dude. That yeah. dude takes a lot of damage. Yeah, I um, I walked away from my computer, uh, <laughs> and I came back, and he killed the boss. I'm like, oh, the mini boss. I'm like, what the fuck happened here? Oh, whatever. Um, yeah, he was pretty good. I haven't. Conf- he loves. Loves a drink, loves a nap, and I and I felt that was it gave him you know a lighter character than a lot of the NPCs who were yeah. you know blind or diseased. So that was nice. It was just nice that he was a fat piss head who enjoyed a fight and then napped. So I was like, yeah. all right, I can, I connect with this guy. He's yeah, yeah, he's my spirit animal. Yeah. He's another classic uh, Dark Souls character, mm. uh, the Onion Knight, because they all sort of have that same sort of personality. Mm. Um, he's very layered. Uh, just, oh, uh, that's it. The podcast is over. Um, <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I like that area as well, though. It's um, it's where you get the fucking Chloranthi ring from. Yeah, and it's got oh, those two fat priest dickwads. Who I hate. They are terrifying. The the because as as someone with a fear of both intimacy and organized religion, that was like a double headed. Like oh, I'm going to try and hug you and then throw religion at you. I was like, this is the worst. This is terrifying. When they, they my new favorite enemy. When they do their hug, actually, a lot of enemies are very gentle after they've finished really fucking your shit up. They'll so when they do their hug, they'll light themselves on fire and hug you and you'll take if you don't die, even if you do die, but if you don't die, they'll just sort of lay you down very gently with their hand behind the back of your head to make sure you don't you know, bump it. And uh and then they'll put you down and then obviously you will like just frantically smash the uh roll button to try yep. to get the fuck away from them uh lest they do it to you again. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they were, they felt very bloodborne to me, like that kind of yep. weirdly horrific aesthetic, which is which is my favorite kind of any any souls experience is my favorite kind of like just demented and mm-hmm. uh, unearthly, hard to describe in any way that makes sense, but they just feel so surreal and odd and wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I dug that. Their hats, top notch fashion style souls. Let me tell you, absolutely. You wear that hat with like the dark armor. You yep. look fucking great. Is this those ladies? 
the priest. <laughs> yeah. You can actually hear, like, when if you stay around for a little while and, and hide, you can hear, like, their sayings, like, ah, oh, that bastard's curse here. And, like, there's a whole little whole little bit of dialogue there that I'm sure someone on YouTube can explain in a three-and-a-half-hour lecture series. But uh, just in terms of... <laughs> Uh, just in, in terms of pure mood, they're really effective at, at generating this this profound sense of something wrong, and like they're obviously yeah. priests or priestesses for some terrible church, like the Mormons. I don't know, just something awful. You know, it's awful. Yep. Yeah. From just found a hobo off the street, put him in a recording booth. Out out the other direction, you were talking swamps, and I know how much you love swamps. swamps. Oh yeah, huge fan, out, huge fan. Of swamps. Out towards the giant crabs, which I love. Oh my god, the fucking giant crabs! I didn't beat one of the crabs, mm. like any of the fucking swamp crabs, mm. until like my third playthrough. I'm like, you know what? That's it. I have finished this fucking game twice now. I'm going to beat one of these crabs. Yeah. And I died like eighteen times, but eventually I got there. And then, Cause, yeah, because that's the problem. They're fucking cowards. That you'll get them down a certain amount. They run, and just disappear. And they like, uh, pop up with full health. Yeah, yeah. not cool crabs. Yeah, yeah. mad dickheads. Yeah, I use those a lot in invasions. Invasions. I'll just sit behind them. <laughs> you know, people they don't like that for some reason. I didn't like the fact that there was a swamp level swiftly followed a by a swamp, swamp, swamp level yeah. yeah and i was like dudes come on let's not oh, and the oh, second yeah. the second swamp uh, with the sarters and whatnot is is toxic or poisonous all the time the slugs and whatnot and mm. yeah just yeah. seemed a bit cheap to have those two levels right next to each other fucking basilisks i'm so happy they came back <laughs> Just they're not even they're not even kids. scary, and they don't look good. That's the other thing. There's no. so many good-looking enemies in this game. Uh, it takes full advantage of you know next-gen consoles and badass PCs and whatnot. And then you get a return of these bug-eyed mung- and and I'm apparently I'm told the big bulgy thing aren't their eyes, but you know I don't know their testicles. I have no idea, but like they look like eyes to me, so I'm mm. just I'm going with eyes. Yeah. But they they didn't need to come back. No. No, a lot of the knights didn't need to come back, let's Did be honest. Did not need. Did not need to come back. A lot of knights. Um, and what was the boss? Out here? Crystal, Crystal Sage. Sage. Yeah. Um, I've got to say, as a magic user, massive pain in the ass. <laughs> really, really difficult. Yeah. First oh. playthrough, I was sword and board, and I think I beat her or him uh, second attempt. And second playthrough, I went as a mage, sorcerer kind of build. And yet, I actually got my ass kicked quite a bit. Yeah. I basically resorted to like a rapier with, I can't remember what you smear on it, um, electricity, lightning. Yeah. And then I just shanked him like he owed me money. And then (laughs) it it worked. I I survived somehow. Yeah. And I never want to do it again. I stumbled in. Like, I was running away from, I don't know, fucking six or seven enemies, uh, undeads. I'd just given up on trying to fight them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'll go up these fucking stairs. This looks like a decent area. And, uh, and then, you know, the music kicks in. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, let's see what we can do. And, like, she's, she does her, you know, fucking orbs. 
you're like, well, you know, that's not that bad. And roll up and fucking choppity chop. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, she goes down. I got her to about half health before <laughs> she teleported the first time. I'm like, well, this is going to be easy. Uh, that obviously triggers a second phase. Um, so there's like fucking yeah. 40 of them. And I'm like. Doppelgangers. Yeah. Fuck am I saying? How, how do I tell? And then I'm like, wait, why are some of these things blue? Yeah. Mm. And then it all clicked. And then you, then you do that that thing where you're like, okay, do I kill all the doppelgangers just to be safe? Yeah. Or do I just find her and just wail in and hope that I get enough hits in? Yeah. Worth mm. my while. And, and inevitably, you take the second option because your blood's up and you, you want to hurt something. Yeah. You're a lunatic. I never ever take the second option. Oh, really? <laughs> I think maybe that's why Bloodborne works for me as well. It's like I just yeah. have poor impulse control. And I <laughs> Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So the sage wasn't that much of a fight to me. Like it was, it was sort of disappointing to me. And I, cause I stumbled onto it by accident. I wasn't that inclined to continue on from there. It seemed like, you know, the path she was guarding couldn't be that interesting. So I went directly into the, uh, far and keep area from there as yeah. opposed to hanging out. Uh, going through into the uh, Cathedral of the Deep for the first time, I guess. Um, did you guys, what, what did you guys do? Did you go to the Cathedral? I, I did a similar thing. Like, I sort of had a look at the Cathedral and you fight these two, like, quite um, yeah. fast-paced NPCs. night guys. That ninja yeah. son of a bitch down near the... Yeah, bonfire. and then... And you get up the top of the stairs and there's these dogs that are just like nine dogs compressed of nine dogs worth of angry dog <laughs> and a bunch of guys shooting arrows at you. And uh, and then a bunch of suicide bomber guys that stab themselves, set themselves on fire and then jump at you. And I was like, fuck this. No, I'm going up the other way. <laughs> um, yeah. So I didn't. Yeah, I did a similar kind of thing. It, it just seemed like it was a bit too hectic for, for that moment. So I was kind of, yeah, I'll just go back the other way, see what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I went all the way up. I got the bonfire at the cathedral and then looked at that endlessly spawning fucking cemetery and just went, yeah, nah. Yeah. And, just and also, you get to the cathedral and you see the two shortcut doors and you're like, oh, okay, so this, that's what this is going to be. This is going to be exploring various layers of this environment, finding the first shortcut, exploring more, finding a second shortcut. I was kind of ready for something different, I think. So I was like, no, I'll go back the other way, see what happens. Mm. Yeah, so you went back to the swamp then. You're like, you know what? I'm not ready for this classic Dark Souls experience. I need all about, <laughs> all about the swamp. No, because you get to Farron Keep and then those those Black Knight guys and, you know, the Satas and the, you've, you've hopefully found the shortcut that kind of connects it all. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and you know, and then there's obviously, you know, the next the next big bosses, which is, frankly, the first boss that was really challenging, I think. Yeah, the, the Abyss Watchers. Abyss, yeah, Abyss that's watches. the first one for me that I was like, well, I'm in trouble. Because every other one before that, I kind of uh, either one or two shot. Yeah, uh, whereas yeah this I, guy I fucking destroyed me. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of. Like, you remember Maria from Bloodborne? The um, yeah, the DLC reminded me a lot of that. Just a big fuck off sword and fancy maneuvers, and it was sort of yeah. a classic knight, a classic Dark Souls knight. And, yeah, and they chucked in the two extra guys. Yeah, 
And I thought that was really like a really interesting twist on things because like they didn't, they weren't particularly uh, focused on who their enemy was, which I thought was fantastic. I mean, if it was just three dudes all running at you, then it'd be mm. just, you know, a really rough fight. But instead you've got this opportunity to sort of confuse the AI into attacking one another and, uh, a lot of that was a lot of my strategy, to be honest. In the first yeah. phase, it was yeah, fuck, fuck them into attacking one another, and then yeah, going from there. Um, yeah, uh, it's it, it was uh, it's it's a really good find, I think. Um, in the first phase, at least, because there's so much going on, and uh, the boss itself is very traditional. It, it's you know you see it heaps in Dark Souls too. It's mm. One of the things people complain about is too many uh, night bosses. And, yeah, uh, goddamn nice. A lot, of, a lot of reuse. But uh, but this was a bit creepy. Like he was, there were piles of abyss watchers, and they were yeah. fighting each other. I, I like that level of imagination. I, yeah, I like that when there was two, they'd fight you, but when there was three, they start fighting amongst themselves. And it was just like, what is this? Like, I'm sure you could explain it law wise, but it was just such a weird kind of moment. And then you think you've beat him. And then it's the second Fuck phase comes where he back. comes back with all the power energy of all the other Abyss Watchers and then you're like, oh, shit, here we yeah. go. Mm. That annoyed me, to be honest. Uh, yeah. That was a rough... Because you, you could still parry him, but only on like, uh, I don't know, like a quarter of his moves suddenly. And... Uh, Seeing how he was a night boss, and my strategy was to just fucking parry the knights, uh, finding out that I was suddenly getting lit on fire instead was uh, sort of annoying. And, uh, yeah, it took me a while to sort of adjust to that one. That that boss, uh, you know, the, all of it, uh, the lead up to him, the fucking dark knights mm. walking up to him. I farmed them for ages. To I was going to say, gear. that is such a good area to farm. You just uh, let them do their great work. Great sword, great armor. Yeah, like it's all stuff there. Yeah, yeah, um, and then yeah, you get up the top and you go in. Fuck, uh, I found it was because there was a summon sign for uh, an AI that you could bring in. Uh, it was made the I thought the fight was made significantly tougher if you brought in an AI summon. Yeah, mm. um, maybe not a human summon, but uh, a yeah, AI summon. Fuck, I, that's what I've read. That like if you summon in that area, it actually makes the boss harder. Oh, just in general. Like in general, if you summon, I, I've seen it transforming, and like people are getting pissed on Reddit from being like, um, from people not people are getting pissed on Reddit. Yeah, from <laughs> from being Stop. like putting their summoning stone down not near that fucking boss, and then having people drag them all the way up to that area, right? Uh, to yeah. try and help them, and being like, I don't want to fucking fight this boss because he's fucked. Uh, I think he transforms or something like that. If you bring another player in, what oh, really? Shit, I gotta do that. No, I think I, I did do that on my second playthrough. I, I brought a like a so the first time it was pre-release, so that I couldn't summon anything, and I, that was my rule. And so it took me like you know forty or fifty hours to get through. And then second playthrough, I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna summon whatever the hell I want. And um, he still was hard. Like it was still like a good. You know, you're having a fight. Like it's hmm. it's it feels like you earn the victory if you earn the victory. I still I still haven't summoned anyone. I haven't. And it pisses me off. Like, you go to YouTube and there'll be, you'll type in boss strategy. Like, before this podcast, I wanted, I wanted to go back. So, I've played a couple of games since and I wanted to 
sort of get my head back into what the bosses were and what they did and how they fucked me over. And every single video there that's like, oh, boss tactics, and they'll be like summoning a, a dude with fucking, you know, mithril armor and shit. Yeah. Like, I was like, how is this a strategy? This is just you waiting for the aggro to go on the other person and then you step, 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 get hit yeah. like an idiot, back off, Estus. That's not, I don't know, it's just weird to me. I don't think you should put up, like, how to beat boss videos where you summon at all. Like, yeah. I, I know I could do that and probably beat them, but that's not really the point, particularly if my first playthrough. Like, I just want to do it myself and see if it's possible. Yeah, um, but that's, that's not pattern memorization at all. That That's actually worse for you. AI yeah. exploitation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, on one hand, I agree with you guys. On the other hand, I think summoning's a part of the game and mm. nobody should have any problem with summoning. Like, uh, like at all. I don't think, you know, you should restrict yourself from summoning on the first attempt or, mm. uh, like, if it's your first first go through or whatever. Like, in general, when I can, I will put my uh, soapstone down so I can run through the boss without having to risk my shit. Yeah, uh, the first time that's how I went all the way through Dark Souls two. Uh, it was rough because there weren't a lot of people to fucking summon, but uh, summon me. But uh, yeah, it's still I think the the easiest way to go about it. But yeah, if I come up against the fucking boss that I keep banging my head against, and I'm like, fuck it, you know what? Uh, yep, summon. Yeah, I'll summon. No. Fuck yeah. Um, no, 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 totally. I'm not like a fucking diehard purist or anything. No, I can see the use of Salmon. Um, I think it was just purely the fact that I couldn't do it yeah. pre-release, you know, so I just, yeah, I, mean, that, no. I just stuck with it. So What did you yeah. guys play on? I, PC. PS4, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I was PC as well, and, and um, yeah, the, I didn't see a single Salmon sign in my entire playthrough. Mm. Were you... My first one, I, didn't, you know, I don't think they were online or whatever, and yeah. Yeah, the I mean I've talked about this before, but the only time I ever we did summoning was with um Paul Paul Verhoeven needed help on some stuff, yeah. so I jumped in and helped with him. But that was the only time I'd actually see a meeting on the ground or uh, yeah. anything like that. I think yeah. there was maybe forty people worldwide playing at the time. Really, from what I could gather. Right. I, I invaded a dude on the run to. <laughs> <laughs> you, you play history monster. He's, he's working on a deadline on the run <laughs> to the <laughs> soul of Cinder. <laughs> Jesus, crawled in there. He sweat. He hasn't slept. His wife is angry. His children are hungry. He, she's thinking about a divorce, and he's like, "Well, fuck it. I'm finally here. I think I've got the strategy down." And Job just swans in <laughs> like a half-remembered nightmare in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I put my soapstone down, so I allowed him to summon me. It was literally the same guy summoned me to help him beat. <laughs> Solace in there, but yeah. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. And that's why I Giant would- Bomb gave it a two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I would have given good money to summon someone for the, probably the last three bosses, but they just weren't around, and so I just had to suck it up. I think I even messaged Job a few times. I was like, hey, man, so is yeah. that a thing that can actually happen? Does he die? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and, and it felt like I was on a high for like three days afterwards, so I was just like, yeah. 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 I'm all tough shit, which I'm not at all, but I just was like, you know, achieved this great thing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and no one came into my game and killed me because I would have lived 
lost my shit if that happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I was tempted, and I think Anthony, you had finished the final boss, and you were you were sort of throwing Facebook messages like, "Come on, mate, I'll run you through it. Come on, you little, <laughs> come on, you little." <laughs> I was like, oh. I was so tempted. I was like, "No, I can't. I can't give him that. I can't, I'll never hit the fucking end of it." <laughs> yeah, so I, I platinum Bloodborne, and I made the mistake of mentioning that like every five seconds for about a week, and so that's become a thing now. And it was the first game I'd ever knowingly platinumed. Yeah, like other ones, I'd, I'd probably have, but I hadn't really. Attention! And Hang so on. I'm just going to add Junglist to the call. But yeah, that that platinum is that, that's a part of our narrative. <laughs> yeah, going forward. Hello, Junglist. Uh, yeah, no. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah. No, what's happening? Watch, man. Talking some Dark Souls. We're up to deep into the deep. Yep. Uh, have you been going um, chronologically throughout the game? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, Jung, we've got Adam Matthew. He's Mike. Uh, cool. Skype. And we've got Anthony O'Connor, and he's Anthony on Skype. And we've got so Luke I'm Lockery. really, really imaginative with my names. <laughs> um, <laughs> but who's this Joab guy? Oh, my God. Joel. It's Joel. What is a Joab? Oh, my God. Um, anyway... Deacons, very easy. Deacons, uh, yeah, very, very easy. Uh, magic user again. Pain. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I had yeah, to use and it was tough, but yeah, I, I really, I, this was the first go. I think I, I didn't even realize it was a boss. It was just a bunch of guys, and I was like, I gotta clear these guys out, and then the boss is gonna come. And the area is so big; it's like a massive ridley scott-esque beautifully lit area and it's like 12 dudes and, and you know the the all spark jumps from body to body and uh <laughs> and that's it that's like oh that was the boss of this really cool area with like weird puzzly bits and a weird slug lady with her slug acolytes and and all this kind of stuff and the, the boss just didn't really didn't really yeah. live up to the rest of the level which i ended up really loving that area but yeah yeah, those, those two areas, like Farron Keep and Cathedral, are, mm. like, amazing. amazing. <laughs> They're yeah. such well-designed areas. Like, you've got those giants yeah. and... I was more concerned with them, hey? The two giants getting in there. Yeah, and the two knights uh, yeah. the, just before the boss were fucking pains in the ass as well. Like, oh, getting yeah. that whole... Running through that whole area was, like, a like a, a challenge. Much more challenging than those bosses, I thought. Mm. I was trying to do different runs at the start and mm. had a harder time with it. Because um, I was testing out like you know a bow only run and then a magic run and stuff like that, and then I had a much harder time I, even with just like a, like a rapier. Um, I had yep. a much harder time with Deacons of Deep, but yeah, it's when I had like um, a swipey weapon, any kind of swipey weapon, it was much easier. Hmm. Yeah. No, I found I had to use the rapier because I was I was a magic user and I couldn't get precision out of any of my. You know, like heavy soul, great soul. It was just hitting his mates yeah. and just, just yeah. pissing me off. Yeah. So in the end, I basically went with because I'd never used it in any of the games, like the great magic weapon, like imbuing the rapier with magic, ah, yeah. and then throwing alluring skulls around. I had like ten or eleven of these fucking skulls. Yeah. And I was just luring his buddies away and just surgically striking him, and that's that's the only way I could do it. 
Yeah, Alluring Skulls works great for it. I think at the time I was using Crystal Magic Rapier because I was also testing out boss weapons. Mm. And um, that thing just does shit all damage. It's the yeah. worst damage. Yeah. But I loved, I loved the boss fight. It was like, believe it or not, one of my favorite boss fights in the game. Um, He's crazy. Let's get rid of him. <laughs> you take yeah. him. Just just because of the way it is. Like, it's, it's easy. It's a sense of dread um, that I like. Yeah, and I I don't know I like the design of it even though it's not challenging. Um, I just thought part. I thought they did a really good job of like cramming a shitload of characters into one area, and it sort of felt like you were properly outnumbered because you'd fought those sorts of enemies a lot. Mm. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I like I liked it too. I, I always go back to it. I mean, obviously <coughs> you have to do it, but uh, yeah. It's the one boss fight where it's easy to proc uh, Pontiff's left eye and right eye ring. Ah, oh, yeah, of course. Like, you can actually, with the Healy one, you can actually just tank heal. As long as you're swiping, you can just out-heal all their damage. <laughs> that was, okay. that was a very Bloodborne um, touch, those the Pontiff's left eye, the one where you get the health back. Yeah, uh, which I really loved, especially my first playthrough. I was just like, "This is amazing!" Because you can get a bit aggressive and, you know, do your block, snap, and kind yeah. of still survive. I found like after a corpse was dead, I could still like swipe the corpse once or twice before it was fully on the ground, and it would actually count towards the ring proc. Oh, nice! Wow, sweet. Which is what Bloodborne did, right? Yeah, yeah, that was in Bloodborne as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was very, very bloodborne. Dude, what the fuck? I'm not doing any damage. Jungus replies, lulls. Oh, <laughs> that's a pretty <laughs> shitty mechanic. I just keep hitting till red glowing dudes show up. I can tell you if you want, says Junglist. <laughs> Which is my response to everything Job says to me for like a certain period of time. Yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> my response is, I could tell you if you want. <laughs> is there you more to it than simply smacking them until they start to glow? I've done everything I could think of. I've broken all the candelabras. I tried to keep them all alive for ages. You broke all the candle up. Yeah. <laughs> Just rage out. Period. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have to kill the monk with the boss soul to damage it, says John. Yeah, I saw that. But it doesn't start out in the room, does it? How do you make the boss soul appear? Jesus Christ. And then I, I died because my fucking weapon broke. I hit these cunts so much without hitting the dude who was glowing red. So I hit him so much that my bro- my weapon broke, and so I I died because I couldn't do any fucking damage anymore. I got overwhelmed, and I ran out of Estus flasks anyway. Run back in, straight through the door. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, oh right my god. I, I remember right saying there. something to the effect of, "It's literally right in front of you when you yeah. start the boss fight." <laughs> I hope you saved the conversation for Yorm. Um, oh, I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. I've got a, I've got a couple of really good ones. Just me fucking, uh, yeah. Go on. So they're like, they're Go guarding off. Aldrich's, um, coffin. Oh, are they? Yeah. That big thing in the middle of the room is supposed to be Aldrich's coffin, I think. Okay. Right. And so why did we have to kill them? Was it kill them, get the doll, get through the stupid invisible wall? Yeah. 
later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The pontiff only Why gives the doll the to um, people he wants to actually come back to Irithyll. Right. So he gave one to Aldrich. Uh, the Arcticans, I think, get one. But um, like the Outrider Knights don't get one. They only get the pontiff eyes because they're meant to like go to a far off land and then devolve into beasts. Um, such as Vort and the Dancer. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, what was the next boss on our list? Was it Walnir after this? Wal- Walnir was the giant Giant Bangly Skeleton. Yeah, giant Bangly Skeleton. I really liked the Catacombs of Carthus after a while. It reminded me of the Chalice Dungeons and Bloodborne, which I know wasn't to everyone's taste, but I quite enjoyed the, the denseness of them. Mm. Um, but that was a weird boss, man. Like that was like a really gimmicky. That felt like a boss from Ratchet and Clank or something. Like <laughs> you're gonna shoot the big glowy things, and then he'll explode. Yeah, like it was really. Um, I, I, I like enjoyed the aesthetic of it and everything. I, I love how he kind of falls down into the darkness at the end. Yeah, that's great at the it's end. It's a good uh, death. Yeah, it's a great death, and it's you know it's a cool idea. But just to have them glowing like that, you kind of like, wow, where will I hit? You know, yeah. it's a, un- unusual it for a Souls game. Like, yeah, like it's definitely spot. that level. Right. Yeah. Does, um, <laughs> do skeletons spawn, like mini skeletons spawn behind you? Because that happened on me the yeah. first yes. time, but it didn't happen again. It's on only second. when he does a certain attack. He has oh. to put his left hand down on the ground and do like, there's some black flame comes out of it. And that's when the skeletons start spawning. <laughs> Gotcha. Right. It's like the really late phase of the like. If you're about to die, that's kind of when he does it. If you're at that stage, you're pretty much fucked. You, you've already <laughs> fucked this up. It shouldn't right. have taken you this yeah. long. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Did, didn't you see my spangly, glowy skeleton? You know, that's my jewelry. Yeah. In the jewelry, obviously, you dumb shit. And you're like, hit All me right, in the bling. Jesus, Walner. I've had yeah. some hilarious RNG with him though, where it's like I could not hit the bracelets because he did like, uh, and this was at the um, launch event. Um, so it wasn't Final Code, I don't think, but um, I was like playing on the stream or something, or maybe it was right before the stream, and he literally did like uh, five sword attacks in a row, and then like six vomit attacks in a row. Jesus! And like I just could not get Shit. to the bracelets. The and I got fuck? desperate eventually. Oh, um, yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, I like him though. He's um, lore-wise, he's cool too. But yeah, he was the, like. There's a couple bosses in the game that I thought were super gimmicky, and he's one of them. Yeah, um, yeah agreed. And I was kind of like, they made him like up to be. If you, you read the descriptions on his crown and stuff like that, um, <laughs> his grave warden tome, it's like he is the king that conquered all the other kings. And I was like, why is he not a lord of cinder? Um, mm. And I think it's because he um, got a bit too obsessed with the abyss or something. And like, he's like sort of barely holding on to his sanity and barely like not being dragged away into the abyss. And it's like taking all of his power to not be dragged away. And when you kill his um, bangles, it's like his only source of light and his only thing that was helping him hold on. So when he's like, he. When Walnir fell to the abyss, he was gripped by a fear of true darkness. This Mm. holy sword, Mm. together with three armlets. Stripped from the corpses of clerics gave him some semblance of comfort. And you roll in and break his fucking bank. <laughs> yeah. And lo, they said, 
Hit him in the bangly bits. Smash him in the blingwa. Yeah, right there. As scared as possible, and that'll fuck him up. Jungy Jung, is there a trick to this giant ghost thing in the goblet? Want me to tell you, says Jung. <laughs> Want me to tell you? Ghost thing in the goblet. <laughs> Maybe later. If the trick is to never touch the goblet, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> and then the next po- next post is... Uh, Womack, you son of a bitch. And uh, he's dead. Yeah. And then I'm just telling Jung the best strat to beat him because obviously Jung needs to know yep. how to beat him. Run him uh, through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, carry him through. Yeah. Mate, what you want to do is focus your attention on the... See his bank? See the goblet. You may not have noticed them glittering <laughs> like incandescent oh. children's dreams in the dark, but what you're going to need to do is focus your rage on them. <laughs> I just thought that, like, because they were white and glowy, they were good, um, and that I should destroy the evil parts. Of course. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I thought using fire would have been a good idea. I don't know why. He's not susceptible to fire at all. Yeah. Didn't really help. Just use fire and everything. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a good rule, usually. Yeah. 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 That's pretty much what I did do. That's a good assumption. I had um, the, the dude at um, the Bandai Namco office when I was playing... Uh, going through the catacombs for the first time, uh, and then I got to the lower catacombs, like mm. the um, bit beyond the lake, mm. and he literally thought that it was the um, uh, chalice dungeons from Bloodborne. He was like, "No, nah, trust me, this is it. This is random. Like it's all random, and the walls <laughs> are shifting, and every time you do it, it's different." And I'm like, "No, no, it's just a bit mazy." Yeah, it's not because I was following the path. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I I was dying so much at that point that I was like, I know the path that I'm on. I'm just running down the same path. Yeah. And I was getting to like Night Slayer Zorik, and I was getting to the Black Knight. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of know where I'm going. But he's like, no, no, trust me. It's different every time. Yeah. I've Equip the minigun. Equip it. <laughs> You'll be fine. I've got a Jesus. chat log from Job on that area. Uh, it says, oh. where are you at? And I said, under the smoldering, smoldering lake uh, where the giant triple crossbow is. And he says, you can't just make shit up. <laughs> He's like, you haven't been there yet. <laughs> I was like, I was literally at the end of the game, and uh, I'm trying to work out where Luke is up to, and I, I straight up hadn't even gone to the fucking smoldering lake, and uh, so I made him tell me how to get there. And he's like, the ladder, you know, the bridge falls down, it turns into a ladder, and so I walked. And I actually, like, luckily I was at the fucking end of the game and I had a fucking shit ton of vigor because I never even got a prompt for the ladder. Like, I walked to the edge and walked to the edge. I'm like, okay, I'll just keep edging towards this fucking ladder that's apparently here. Keep edging. And then I fucking fell. And uh, So that's how you get down there. I was using spook. I basically just dropped all the way down and... Yeah, good old spook. Didn't think anything of it. Yeah. yeah. I, I got there accidentally. I, I hit the bridge, turned around, and was watching. And then it came up with, like, the prompt. And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't mind if I do. Yeah. I saw the prompt the first in my first playthrough. I, I completely forgot about it. <laughs> I just really enjoyed knocking that bridge down. It was that big Indiana Jones moment. So I did that a bunch of times. And eventually I was like, like oh, it's a as well. And then there's, like, a, a mimic and a... A wandering demon and a bunch of skeletons, and I sort of ran through them, and they just walk each other. And um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, smoldering lake, and yeah, it's quite. A, you don't expect it. There's so much more. So yeah, I would imagine that's easily missed. The mm. demon and the skeletons have a grand old battle if you let them. 
Yeah, mm. yeah, they do. Do they? Yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes the skeletons win. Great. Wow, that'd be yeah. nice. Yep. Um, and even if they don't, they take a lot of help. Yeah. It's I managed actually. To, sorry, you go. I managed to cheese <clears> that. Uh, what was it? Like a worm centipede thing down the lava. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. It's just not not good AI for that one. I thought. Yeah. I was trying to make the arrows yeah. hit it. Yeah. But I wasn't yeah. really having much luck. I don't. I I'm not convinced they can. To be honest. Yeah. I never see it seen it do any damage. I've been like literally inside the worm, not like carnally, but inside the worm, and uh, it wasn't like. Not still wasn't hurting the fucking thing. Deep in the worm. But if you if you don't do anything with the giant arrows, does that affect the boss fight at all? No, it doesn't affect. Uh, it just mean like yeah, it just makes it hard to summon if you're trying to summon, uh, and that's about it. Um, it can hit you. While you're going up the stairs to the boss fight, yeah, yeah. It, it, like it's this huge area, but it doesn't really like eventuate into anything. It's just oh, okay. Like you kind of get to the top and then just fall back down again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch pretty of much on the way, but yeah, it's a bit of a closed loop. Yeah, there's like a, some goodies at the, <clears throat> in the lower depths yep. of the catacombs. Yeah, definitely. Oh and man, sword. I think you get um, the charm spell down there. Is that where you get it? Is I could be wrong. You, uh, you reckon? I could be wrong. It might um, be. I, I noticed I had it for some reason in my current inventory, and I'm like, uh, what? I don't it remember. might be one of those in the lava. I might, I might want to double check, but it was like one of the, there's one of two spells down there. There's the one where you like just grab someone, and it's basically like a boss grab attack, and you just like explode them with fire. Um, and people have been using it in PvP because it's like anytime anyone chases you down and you just like sort of grab them the same way the dancer grabs you mm. um, it does a shit ton of damage uh, but then there's the other one which is the charm spell which is a pyromancy and it's so useful because it's like you know those winged knights on top of the um, archives yeah um, the literally, dudes. yeah you literally just charm one of them and then they fight each other huh. until they're like at zero health and then like um, you can rapport. just finish the second one off. Yeah, rapport. That's the one. I did the, and then two of them fought each other down to the death, and then I charmed the third one, and the third one just let me hit it until it died. So anything that's alive, you can charm. You can't charm hollows, but um, yeah, any alive thing, it's just so OP versus them. That's yeah, that is oh. the one you get from the smoldering. Like you get the uh, Quailana time. Mm. Yeah, that. right. That's it. Yeah. 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 So I thought um, Old Demon King was a bit sort of boring. It was just, he looked great. I thought design-wise he looked fantastic. But it was just, you know, he's a a magic user. It was just like get into his crotch and just, mm, 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 yeah, yeah, stab, stab, stab. Stay in the crotch.com. You know. (laughs) But he must do, um, on on New Game Plus, I had a bit of difficulty with him because he would do like an AOE attack. So I couldn't stay in his leg area. I think if you do his fights, because they, they don't didn't augment the boss fight for New Game Plus. Um, I think if you just if you do his fight at an appropriate level, he is yeah. spectacularly tough because he's doing a lot of fucking peripheral sort of uh, accidental damage or not accidental, but just sort of uh, unintentional damage. And mm. it's very easy to fuck you up. Mm. Uh, so when he's on fire, being close to him can really fuck you up. But for some reason, 
uh, he like either dies too quickly or uh, just never triggers going on fire. And uh, so a lot of people never have that problem with him. The first time I fought him, because I'd only gone there when I was supposed to yeah. be like avoiding fighting fucking the solo cinder. Uh, I was like a level 125 or some shit. And I'm like, yeah. well, this is a fucking lame fucking boss. But uh, a lot yeah. of people do it towards the end of the game, I think. And if they've got like a plus nine or something, then yeah, it just makes short work of it. Yeah. But if you um, if you're in the water in that level, there's like water. There's ponds up the back, and his fire attacks do a bit less. Mm. Oh. Yeah, oh, really? he sort of caught me off guard a little bit towards the end. There, he calls in like that meteor. Ah, uh, yeah. When, when he's really fucked up, but I got yeah. out of the way just in time. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I like the area though. I mean, a lot of crabs, but they don't have anywhere near the same fucking. Yeah. Um, the aggro range is the swamp ones. Yeah, also you're not stuck in water, so you're not being slowed down. Yeah, there's yeah. that too. Yeah. And it's very satisfying to turn off that giant automated crossbow because that's annoying for a while, and so you kind of weave your way up there and yeah. turn it off, and that feels good. Yeah. yeah. And you can, like, put the crabs down in that hole. Like, when the arrows create that hole in the stone area, you can put the crabs down in there. What? Create yourself a little crab zoo. Why? Why would you want to do that? <laughs> Someone did that on Reddit, and they put prisoners all right. around the outside of the hole, and they had all the crabs inside the hole. Hey, hang on, that sounds fucking amazing. Hole? I want to yeah. That's my full thing. hole. The so crab like, hole. You know how there's like a like a stone area in the middle of the lake. Yeah, yeah. So like if the if one of the big arrows hits that stone area, yeah. It's it lets you down. It it breaks them open and it lets you down into the lower catacombs area. Um, and it's kind of like a shortcut into that uh-huh. area. Um, and yeah, the crabs can fall down there. They uh, go. Or you can just roll down in there and start getting the loot. Cool. That's pretty cool. I didn't know. Yeah. Crab hole. Yeah. Cool. Um, what else we got? What's up next? Uh, that would the be. Pontiff. Pontiff. Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. So, another night. I think this is probably my favorite fight. I did like it a lot. After Solar Cinder. Yeah, yeah, Pontiff is probably my favorite. Very Jedi. Oh, massively Jedi. Very Mm. Jedi. um, Jedi and then like a ghost Jedi and they had two swords. Just, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, he's got chairs for you to roll into on the sides of his fucking cathedral so you can smash some chairs, which is... You and your chairs. Always good. It's I think it's imperative. Um, Fuck chairs. Fuck chairs. They, they had a couple. Yeah. Yep. They did. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's a great fight. Um, he does... I, I don't know. His second phase when he splits off is just awesome. It took me so long to work out what the fuck I was doing wrong with it because uh, I se- seem to have a knack for uh, luring it away from him mm. and uh, so once you work out that you just got to keep them together so you can actually work against them oh man it's awesome it's fantastic the idea of instead of splitting them up like teaming them up mm. it's just so counterintuitive but it the game forces you to think 
that way anyway. So the the idea is, and and give me if I'm wrong, but the idea is that like the first guy does the slash, and that's what the the guy is going to do. The next guy next. does. So yeah. yeah, you get a yeah. kind of second to prepare. I, I thought that was a really clever mechanic. Looked cool. Um, it was just a good fight. Like it was a fight that I, I didn't have that much. I think I probably five or six times. Yeah. I felt like I was improving each time and I felt like I was learning and I felt that I'd, I'd won through skill, not just button mashing and, and rage. Mm-hmm. And um, that felt really good. It felt like at the end I was like, yes, I've, I've bested a, a strong opponent. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got that adrenaline, that, that endorphin rush that you get mm-hmm. when you've, you've bested a, a really that, – that specific souls from software rush. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, big time. Yeah. yeah, the chair the chairs really mess with me. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to lob magic and shit at him, and they're just yeah. constantly getting in the way. And I was I was doing like you said, Joe. I was just just rolling my ass around that room just to clear it. <laughs> so, but yeah, great. That's why Joe great fight. chairs on you. I just never fought him. in the area with well, chairs. Well, I mean, so just, in the other areas. I guess you could do that. Yeah, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's very interesting fight yeah i instantly loved the timing of it like the phantom attacking one second ahead of mm-hmm. pontiff um and if they go crazy with their combos then get the hell out of there yeah yeah you just gotta bail which yeah. is awesome loved it and then um uh he i really like his overheads like he he has a couple of overheads hidden in his combo that you can just step under mm. um, yeah or if you like, if you really memorize his patterns, you can just save a bit of stamina and punish him a little bit more. Like that a lot. Yeah. Um, he uh, the, the like aesthetic of it to me reminded me a lot of. Um, remember in Dark Souls Two, uh, there was a fight at the top of uh, a like castle, mm-hmm. Drang Dranglek, I think. Dranglek, yeah. Um, who do you find at the top of that? And in New Game Plus, uh, there's, this nice? big, there's this big elephant guys, and then you up to the top. And big elephant the, guy, not the Mirror Knight. No, no, it's the one before the Mirror Knight. Um, it's in the it's room the with Dragon Riders. Uh, yes, yeah. And there's a couple of there's those two dudes. Just reminded me of that area, um, yeah. where you fight. Mm. Yeah, those two dickheads, and uh, just felt like a really, I don't know, old school battle to me as well. So winning it felt like a sort of culmination of all of that to me as well. I think I got a lot out of it. In New Game Plus, I think that's where the double Pursuer fight happens on Dark Souls 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's the place I'm talking about. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Awesome, awesome fight. Uh, and then directly outside is basically PvP Central. Yeah, Dark Souls Three. Like if you want, if you want PvP in Dark Souls Three, uh, your choices are to either invade in the swamp and spend the rest of your time in a fucking swamp, <laughs> or you go here and it's fight clubs for days, invasions within five seconds, yeah, ganking. Yes, a lot of lots ganking. of ganking, lots of ganking, lots of funny so, stuff. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of goofy shit as well. So why is that? Well, is that like the place that people have picked, or 
Um, so I think it's a yeah. culmination of things. It's because uh, you've got the Aldrich uh, keepers there, the Covenant. Um, so people were already invading uh, nonstop anyway. Um, and on top of that, I think people are suddenly at an appropriate level. Like you're at, I'd say, soul level 70-ish uh, by then, maybe 60-ish. Um, so people feel like they've been able to construct a build, power up their weapons, and actually put something together. Yeah. Um, so I think there's like two metas at the moment. Like there's around soul level 80 meta and then soul level like 120 meta. Right. That people are trying to gravitate towards. But yeah, they're all meeting up right after the pontiff. Yeah, I've been in shitloads of fight clubs now. I've started my own fight clubs. Did a fists only fight club. It was pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah. I found my, like, so the Aldrich... Um, Keepers, Aldrich, what are they called? Aldrich Faithful. Aldrich Faithful, yeah. Um, so to get to them, you've got to run through this area, uh, get past two giants, two humanoids, uh, while a bunch of those dickhead priests are firing fireballs at you. Yeah. And then you smack on an illusory, illusory wall, go down a snake eater length ladder, and uh, and then you got to fight two of those fucking crocodile dogs. And yeah, suddenly, that's pretty hectic. It's fucking yeah. rough. It is a rough ask. My trick was uh, you could. I found a summon sign for a sunbow at the top yep. of the ladder. Summoned him, got him to fight both the dogs, and by fight I mean get eaten by. <laughs> while I ran over and joined the covenant. Two times. Nice. Yeah. And then I just fucking uh, homeward boned my way out of there. Yeah, legged it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do what you gotta do. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I, I use the um, the old bone strategy on the next one. Um, Yorm. Oh yeah. Um, by that stage, I was just stumbling into boss fights unprepared, and I just oh fuck it, I may as well just keep a, a homeward bone on me at the at the just sitting quick use. And yeah. I cruised in and immediately saw that sword next to his throne and just basically grabbed that and just got the fuck out. Uh, yeah, apparently turned out to be the thing you were supposed to do anyway. So, has anyone killed him without that sword? Is it is it doable? Is it? Uh, well, I, I, I think Joey. I has. killed him with Sigwood. I got the Sigwood quest line. Like I looked it up on Reddit because I was curious. Because um, I, I was really disappointed with that fight because it looks amazing and you're fighting a giant, yeah. and then you're you're kind of forced to use this weapon. And I realize you could probably beat him otherwise, but it you know I don't. I just it would take so goddamn long. But if you do it with him, do it with Seedwood, he basically does most of the work for you. Um you don't have to pick up the sword, the storm sword or whatever it's called, Stormcaller. Yeah. Which isn't entirely satisfying, but apparently they were besties and then fucking he launches into like a lengthy monologue about how sad he is that his giant mates died and whatnot. Um yeah. so it's a little more satisfying. But uh, it felt it like like Angles, it felt a bit gimmicky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah That's yeah, totally yeah. gimmicky, yeah. But you also, like, I had a lot of trouble with that fight, mainly because um, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Uh, and it's kind of hard to get help at that stage. Um, but the giveaway was, like, I'm not doing any damage. There's got to be something to this. 
Mm. Um, and then after yeah. being like, there's nothing glowing on him. So, like, what what is it I'm doing wrong? Like, looking in the area, I mean, like, well, does he – I think one thing I tried was getting him to knock down the pillars um, around the room because oh, yeah. I think they were destructible. And then yeah. after having all of them fall down, I was like, well, that's not the thing. Um, and then finding that weapon and then later reading it, I was like, oh, okay, maybe I need to do something with this. Um, but, yeah, it's one of those things where you're like – you don't really know. You're not sure what you're supposed to do, but you can kind of figure it out eventually. Or just go There's read up on it. There's a couple messages like right outside the fog gate that say like you need you need the power of storms to take on Yorm or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need the proper weapon. And so I like I searched throughout the whole profane capital. Like did everything you could possibly do in the profane capital before I went through that fog gate just because I knew I was missing something because of those messages. And then I didn't find anything called the Stormcaller or whatever, because I think it did mention the name. Mm. And then so as soon as I did go through the fog gate, I saw the um, lootable item, and I was like, oh, that's got to be it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Such a shame. I mean, I love the look of the weapon and everything, and, like, the sort of attacks it was dishing out. sort of reminded me a little bit of, like, uh, the Moonlit Greatsword in Bloodborne, like Ludwig's fucking, Mm -hmm. you know, it looked... Looked cool and it felt cool to use, and then I promptly didn't use it ever again. Yeah. After that, it's not very viable. After uh, that, I tried it on other giants, and yeah, pointless. Yeah. Uh, pretty disappointing. Um, let me see. I'm past that area now. Just spent three minutes <laughs> doing two percent damage <laughs> to Yorm the giants. Uh, <coughs> Let me Yorm guess. is another Jump one. Says, do you want me to tell you? Yorm is another of those <laughs> where once you know the trick, he's easy. Oh, yeah. Well, the run to him is a bit of a cunt. You found the <laughs> trick, right? Lol, no, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> is it like the Poison Valley from 2, the Snake Lady? No, there's nothing like that. It's all focused on the boss. Oh, well. And uh, then about 25 minutes later, you told me how to use the fucking Stormcaller. And I didn't find the Stormcaller until I'd beaten him because I wasn't running around looking for shit to loot while a giant is trying to stomp me in. Sure. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty pretty rough. How on earth did you beat him? You just chop away at him for ages? <laughs> for an hour and a half. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's Jesus. There's and there's the glacial speed at which this must have fucking happened. Like, Civilizations could have evolved in that time. Yeah. Like, how, like, yeah. was that- there could have been a whole other cycle of Dark Souls. I have this problem, right? I have this problem where I figure bosses must conform to certain, like, these sort of ideas of bosses. Like, I've got these ideas of how bosses must work. Like, you've got your gimmick bosses, or you've got, like, your night bosses, or your dragon bosses, or shit like that, right? Like... I figured Yorm was a marathon boss like right. Vendrick or Calamite, uh, but he's actually just a gimmick boss, and I didn't work it out until the second time I ran through the you game. You did the same thing for a certain dragon. Yes, I did. <laughs> that wasn't even, That's not even on me. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but fuck. There, me. there were messages around that level as well. Oh, my God. It doesn't matter. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of messages, Joe, if it's what I think. If it's the, the Wyvern or yes. Wyvern. Yeah. Wyvern. Wyvern. Yeah. Actually, it's Wyvern. Is it? Oh. Wyvern. No. No. <laughs> oh, my God. I quite, it's quite fancy, isn't it? I'm Wyvern, actually. <laughs> You're a dragon. <laughs> Wyvern. 
Levine. How come we're talking about Yorm? We skipped straight over Aldrich. Oh, Aldrich. Now, there was a fight. True. There yeah, was a fight. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what I loved about so all of that, though, is, like, obviously there's heaps of PvP. The best part for me, though, was uh, getting onto the rooftops, and they were, like, very similar <coughs> to the Animal Londo rooftops, and there's yeah. Dragon uh, dragon Slayer bow dickheads, archers, oh, yeah. Yeah. shooting you off the rooftops, and hmm. I'm like, oh fucking what the fuck? This are, you, are they kidding? They like they must be trying to make me think of Anna Londo. And then you go up the spirally thing, and then it's Anna Londo. You're like, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a great moment. Yeah, just a great moment because the wind as well. The wind's sort of like blowing, and you're really high up. And seeing those steps, that grand staircase in front of you, was really great. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Like the, it was a really good, really well done reveal. I thought, Andy, Andy Lono, Andy, Andy Lono, mate, <laughs> Andy Lono. Yeah, he's a good bloke. Yeah. Um, so I didn't understand this boss uh, because when you watch the cinematic at the start and it talks about uh, Aldrich, there seems to be like a big blob of globby shit, and then yeah. you get in there and it's like a flying lady with a slug coming out of a bum, and yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, uh, I did not expect this. Um, and I spent, this was the first boss that I really hit, like, you know, that feeling where you have to go to bed because yes. if you don't, you will hurt someone, um, or the telly. And, uh, yeah, that was the first boss where bloody Andy Lando, uh, that, that sent me into some couch punching spasms for some yeah. time. And I had nights at the top of the stairs, so that must've been good for you. Oh, yeah, it was just basically everything I hated compressed into a really small area. And then you got to run through all the, the, you know, globby dropping from the ceiling dudes and a bunch of um, flamethrowing guys. No summon. And then you got to fight this thing. Um, and so close so many times. Like, you know, when you get down to a bee stick and then they beat you, that happened like way too many times. Yeah. She does that thing where she shoots the arrows into the air and they oh, chase you. That and looks then, good. But, oh, yeah. And man. then right when you think you're good, you fucking roll and then she shoots two bolts at you. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bitch. And you're like, the you pray thing you, just that you stay charge. down. You pray that like you stay down for that extra second so you're invincible for and it slashes over you, but you don't. And then it just gets you and it's just... Yeah. So so much hate. Yeah. I thought there was something I was missing with the arrow attack because um, I was just running, and then I saw the speedrunners, and then they do it too. It's like as soon as they see the animation, they're like, "Fuck, just yeah. run the just fuck run. away!" Yeah. yeah, And there's two iterations of that. The first one sort of is is less focused, but the second one after she's actually gone, yeah. Fire. Yeah. yeah, straight vertical. She yeah. is, and once. she starts to fuck you up. Yep. That was and pretty if tough. Even, if you run out of a little bit of stamina, like if you're just a little bit slow off that mark, that's it. That's yeah. it's game over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I no. like, you can't like roll through it at all. No. So, like I was doing it on one bro, and it's like if two of those arrows in that attack hit you, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. No, so she, was a, she was a massive pain for me because she she's another magic resist. Ah uh, yeah, and yeah, right. yeah. Um, but weak, weak to fire, which is awesome. So I just yeah burned the shit over. I was doing Carthus Flame Arc. So you guys, um, have you looked into the lore of Aldrich? No, no. And I was curious why that young lady does have a slug coming out of a bomb. So hmm. if you could well, shed some light on that, yeah. Uh, the young lady is actually a dude. Oh, um, that's uh, a lady. Gwyn- Gwendolyn, but uh, you're forgiven for thinking it's a lady because it's actually in the lore that Gwendolyn was very feminine 
and everyone mistook him for a lady, but uh, Gwendolyn's uh, son of Gwyn. Uh, sort of a uh, black, black sheep of the family, son of Gwen. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, I remember um, this. Who had like cast an illusion over Anne Orlando to make it look like Guinevere was still there, um, which is why the sun was was an illusion, and then the first Dark Souls Anne Orlando, which is why when you sort of tilt your screen up and down, sometimes the sun is there and sometimes it isn't. Um, mm. But I digress. But uh, yeah, so mm. the um, the reason it's Gwendolyn there is because Aldrich is still halfway done consuming Gwendolyn. Um, so it's Aldrich is the, the sludge. Yeah. Puppeteering Gwendolyn's body to cast these attacks. And um, the, it was the pontiff that actually tricked Gwendolyn into going into that room and then locked the room so that uh, Gwendolyn was stuck in the room with Aldrich and Aldrich could uh, just consume the body of a god basically over the course of a long time. And it's up to the Aldrich faithful to stop any um, trespassers in that zone from, from disturbing Aldrich while he consumes a god. That is awesome. That's creepy. I have one yeah. question though. How, how long would it take you to make that up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. people, people do think I'm fucking with them sometimes. Like when they're messaging me on Facebook, like Joe used to, and like they're like so I don't know I forget they might be talking about um, hidden areas or something and I'm like oh have you become a dragon yet and they're like stop fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't I couldn't work out how to do that I'm sure Reddit will tell me but um yeah I did all that dragon stuff and uh, couldn't you work out how to make it all clothes off. Yeah, you gotta really. Be- yep. Jeez. Take your panties off. Mm. I, yeah, that's just not that's- my natural instinct. <laughs> yeah, you get a massive uh, magic defense buff as a dragon, especially fire, oh. and it goes well with like Flynn's ring and stuff. But uh, you know, it's that, I just thought that was like pretty, pretty evil shit. Like I rate that as like some of the most evil fiction I've heard in a while. Yeah, yeah. Now I feel really bad about killing her or him or it. Yeah. Or well, well, you helped. The, the, he was already a goner. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah, right. And I think uh, if if you see Yorshka imprisoned in Yorshka's tower, I think she's next, basically. Like, she's imprisoned oh, wow. to be eaten next. Damn. Damn, yeah. Some, some Sarlacc shit. Yeah. Awesome. Now, sort of at this point, things go, things kind of change, don't they? Because the whole game, you've been kind of going down, and that seemed to be like the the late motif of the piece was you were going down, constantly descending. And then, because now you've got all the Lords of Cinder, right? You've got the, well, not not the final one, but you've got four of them. Yeah. Um, yep. And you end up going back to a fight that almost made me lose my mind, um, which was the dancer of the Boreal Valley. Yeah. Um, yeah. With no summons, um was quite a thing for me. I don't know if you guys... Did you beat her in the preview sessions, John? I had heard someone did. I figured it was you. Oh, yeah. yeah. You did? Yeah. I like I beat her in, in every version of code <laughs> that, that, nice. that existed. But um, I think, I mean, if you beat her now, uh, she's a lot harder now. Like, basically, the, the very first version that I beat her on 
Um, she was extremely easy. Like all the bosses were extremely easy. Beat them first go, no problem at all. And then every new version they released, it got harder. So you're playing like the hardest version of her now. Yep. Okay. Yeah, certainly felt like that. Did anyone else like? I mean, I, I had a like that. Other than the final boss, that was probably the one that gave me the most trouble, and I was just ecstatic. Yeah, same deal, man. Chairs, fucking chairs. <laughs> Got in the <laughs> way. Just that one it. goddamn attack. That one attack where you, you have to listen for it, and it's she sweeps the hand and just picks you up. Yeah, yeah. Because the hitbox on that, like if you roll to the right, the hitbox will still pick you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's it's too wide, so you basically just have to get the fuck out. It's, I don't I don't use the noise to recognize it. I just not like the hand going up is how I know. It. To just get the fuck away. But that is what has killed me almost every single fucking time. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the halfway, the second transformation with that. I mean, the hand thing goes, but then it does yeah. the dancing. So you've got to not lock on too much. Otherwise, you'll get stuck in the, um, you know, the attack of it and just. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I thought she was a- so much. I, I would like love for her to always be in her second phase. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what phase it was, but she had a run. Like, because obviously I was hitting her from range. Mm. And then she'd just get fucking sick of it. And she would basically put her arms down and her head down and come at you like a fucking velociraptor. And you just had to roll and yeah. get yeah. the hell out. Yeah. Yes. Her big combo Scary. is like impossible. Just have I'm, to glad, I'm glad I wasn't alone with this one because this one. And, and I was angry at it too because it was in a place I'd already been. And I, I just. Mm-hmm. just I was just getting angry. You know the point where you become completely unselfconscious? Like I'm just like I'm a, an, a monologue of hate at the screen. I'm like, oh, fuck you with your bullshit. Oh, yeah, just pick me up. Pick me up. Yeah, that's good game design. You picked the couch, scaring my cat. It was a whole thing. Yeah. There's a, a glitchy way to beat her right at the start if you wanted to get access to like Lothric Castle early and do a sequence skip. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, every other time after the first, yeah, I've beaten her. At roughly level ten, and right. uh, properly beat her. Is there another way to beat her? Yeah, there's a glitchy way. There's like a, a cheese way. Tell me, locked on one of the columns or something? Uh, no, it's even glitchier than that. It's like um, you know the master. Uh, so, so you beat the master. Yep. And if you beat him, then you're allowed to summon him for Vort. Uh, mm. But instead, what you do is you take him up to Dancer. And then uh, the first time he fights Dancer, he dies. Okay. Uh, and then you, you quit the game. And then you, when you reload the game, you're outside the Dancer fog gate. And then you summon uh, the Master again and start the fight again. And then for some reason, the second time, the Master is like almost invincible. And he basically just tanks and kills the Dancer for you. And that applies to basically every NPC summon. It's like if you take him in the first time... Uh, they die. Then you quit the game, reload, summon them again, start the fight again. They're just basically invincible, and they kill the boss for you. Weird. So people have been doing that just to get like all the Titanite chunks really early in the Sun Sword and all that sort of crap. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, no, I've been beating her legit, which is why I've had to watch out for the fucking hand grab most of the time. Because yeah. I dodge everything. Uh, pretty, pretty sweet. Like, she's... Just, she's not quite a one-hit kill. Uh, so as long as you only get hit once, you can use your 
four Estus flasks. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of your chances. Mm. Uh, but yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, you can beat them. Because that sounds harder than even my Soul Level 1 thing. Because like, I rocked up with like 11 Estus and uh, all my rings, like Lloyd's Shield rings, so stuff wouldn't one-shot me and stuff like that. Yeah, well, you like I, I always put uh, points in vigor immediately just to make sure I can live through shit. Yeah, um, it might be more than soul level ten because I can't quite remember. You like I do it before I do void, um, but I've still got a bunch. Like starting at soul level one, you've got a lot of points that you get away with. So I'm pretty sure I've definitely got uh, vigor on twenty. Ah, uh, yeah. And uh, enough so that I can two-hand the Uchi. I had a uh, raw broadsword plus seven by the time I went in there. Wow. Okay. Mm. Nice. Um, I haven't used a shield since my first playthrough. Really? Really? I just roll. Just just parry? Roll and parry, yeah. Yeah. I don't even parry anymore. I just fucking roll. Mm. Yeah. Do you have the... What's the ring? Like in... Invincibility gives you extra. I do love that. Uh, Carthus Blood Ring. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's amazing. That rocks. You definitely get extra iframes out of it. You one hundred percent do. What about the one that yeah. obscures rolling? Do you get iframes out of that, or is that purely nah. just to fuck people with PVP? It's cosmetic, but it does give you plus three decks. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm. Hmm. Um. Yeah. The Blood Ring does decrease defense, though. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, you're not you're trying very hard not to get hit anyway. A lot of yeah. the time, it's sort of just. Sometimes it's the difference. Like, I mean, it's. I think it gives you an extra ten, twelve frames. Yeah. Which, yeah, that can be the difference, um, in a boss attack for sure. Like, yeah, there's a particular attack you're having trouble with. Yeah. Mm. Um, especially on fucking, what's his name, the dragon. Uh, uh Wyvern. <laughs> yeah, king of king of the storm, I mean. Oh, nameless king. Uh, nameless I, king. I came up with many names for that guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a name. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still haven't done that fight. Oh, really? The first time I do that fight is going to be as a one bro because I'm almost up to him. You're so. a fucking lunatic. <laughs> yeah. That is that is I I can't even imagine. Yeah. yeah. Hang on, aren't we out of order here? What are we? Wasn't yes. Sorry, Dra- no, Dragon Slayer. We're, we're skipping around. It's it's Dragon Slayer. I'm next. Uh, no. you go into the whole uh, Lothric Castle area, like yeah. Yeah. parts you hadn't explored yet. Treasure you kill area. The fucking two dragons. So if you shoot one of the dragons to death, it shows up here anyway, back at full health. Yeah. Which is just a real dick move. <laughs> uh, but even if you don't piss it off, it'll still fly over. And I don't get the abyssy stuff. Like after you kill the dragons, there's the abyssy stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. What up with that? It either. I don't know. Um, you can you actually kill stuff, the dragons. Yeah, by just attacking the abyss shit. Yeah. yeah. And then you get stuff, and the second one there's the sun sword like right next to it, mm-hmm. which is good. So I didn't um, know that part. I actually shot the arrows into the dragons for about half an hour. Yeah, that's how I did it the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Made sense. Fuck it. You only yeah. had to kill. They got to die. Yeah. Fuck them. Um, if if you had to kill both of them, uh, and they respawned, 
uh, after <laughs> Bonfire, I would have, I, I don't know what I would have done because uh, yeah. I didn't have enough arrows. I only barely had enough arrows. I think I had to like use up crossbow bolts. I had to equip a fucking crossbow and use the crossbow bolts, the yeah. 11 or so crossbow bolts I had just to get it done. It's fucking ridiculous. The, like if you're playing that section for the first time, you still don't know. Like later on in the game, they might just be like a normal enemy. <laughs> yeah. yeah then, right. Like there might be a message on the ground saying the real Dark Souls starts here. It's <laughs> like at that stage in the game, I was actually expecting it to open up into another half of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what the previous games did. It's like, you know, you do, yeah, take out the four lords or whatever. That, and then now the here's the second half of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not not the case with this one, but um, I was still, like, at first I was worried about length, but then with all the hidden areas and with all the hidden stuff with the NPC quest lines, I was like, ah, I'm satisfied. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a good length, but I think I, I also would have been happy had it that been the halfway point. Like, yep. it, yeah, it's kind totally. of, like, I, I was sort of constantly surprised and intrigued by what they did, and at first I thought, this is shitty how the, you know, we were going down before, now we're going up. And I wonder if, like, Profane Capital, which felt hideously underused, like, I thought, this is a really fascinating area, and I love how deep we're going. I wonder if that's where the DLC will go, is sort of further yeah. down yeah. in that direction, because it just yeah. seemed logical that you have to go further down. Yeah, I was a bit worried about... Like, I was worried reviewers were going to say, after my first playthrough, and then keep in mind, like, this was when in my build where all the bosses were super easy as well. Right. Um, so I was like, I think I beat it in, I don't know, 30 hours, something like that. And I was like, all the, all the reviewers are going to be like, man, they really cut content and they're just trying to make money off DLC and stuff like that. But I hadn't seen Untended Graves and I hadn't seen Arc Dragon Peak. Yeah, right. Yeah. And there's yeah. some huge areas. I mean, and, and yeah. huge both in terms of story and, and content, but also in terms of stuff you can get. And, yeah. yeah. And there was also that ending, like the, the normal ending is a bit underwhelming. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas like the other ones are a bit better. Right. Mm. Yeah. Um, so the boss here, the first boss here is Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer. Dickhead with a shield. Yeah. Uh, shield bash. <laughs> Oh, right after, right after the Sunbro Covenant, I found after I got the Strength Ring. I'm not sure what, what ring that's called, but it's the one that boosts your strength up. And I had pretty high strength anyway. I, I took him down after two or three attempts, and it wasn't that yeah. wasn't that difficult for me. Yeah. I thought, yeah, he was he was pretty simple. Uh, you like, I think the biggest thing for me was uh, working out how to dodge the attacks from the side because yeah. there there was like they weren't actually that bad, but there was one attack that uh, would routinely fuck me up. It's this massive Meteors. lob. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I found, like, I wound up working out that if I stayed behind part of the world that was still, like, a bridge that was intact, mm-hmm. um, then it would hit the bridge instead of me, and so I would just shift the fight. And I thought that was pretty good. It forced me to sh- actually shift the fight as opposed to just sort of standing around doing... Uh, fighting, you know, in the same spot the whole time, which yeah. was cool. But otherwise, yeah, I didn't get a lot out of it. Yeah. So what? What are those? What are those floaty? They looks like the endocrine systems of dragons that are floating everywhere. And I was really expecting them to come into, you know, were they like the ghosts of dragons or like what was I, the lore story for them? Don't know. I haven't looked into <clears throat> that. I know there's something behind it. Um, people have told me it's cool 
uh, but I haven't looked it up myself. Right. Um, I don't know if it has to, anything to do with Ornstein or something like that. I feel like there's something going on there, like there's something else. But, um, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if it's connected to the Dragon Eyrie from Dark Souls 2. Yeah, right. But I would be surprised because they don't like Dark Souls 2. Apparently. Speaking <laughs> of the old Dark Souls. Yeah. yeah. Speaking, sorry, speaking of lore that I really want to hear, next boss, like what creepy crying baby, what is going on there? That whole monologue as I'm fighting. Yeah. Osiris the consumer. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. That was fascinating and I had no closure on what exactly was going on there. I don't think the community, because I have looked into this a little bit, and I don't think the community's come up with an answer for that completely. Uh-huh. Some people have been uh, guessing that uh, he might be related to Shanalot mm. from Dark Souls 2. Just, I mean, the, that theory basically rests on the fact that it sounds similar. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he was the, the king of Lothric, and the community's pretty much established that he was married to Guinevere. Um, and she was the queen of Lothric, and that uh, the princes were their their kids. Um, after Ocelot was born, uh, and we don't quite know what Ocelot is, but after that happened, the the king uh, Guinevere kind of disappeared, and then the king went mad and did his whole dragon transformation thing. Uh. Um, yeah, and so like Gwyn- Gwynevere being the queen is quite significant because um, that's where a lot of like the miracles come from, and uh, it, it also means that um, the pontiff and Aldrich were kind of like against her because uh, they were sort of like wanting to take down all the old royalty and and build a new royalty for the new age and stuff like that. Right. Um, and then there's like there's that. Gertrude's uh, character who's like hidden at the top of the archives in that cage um, and it looks like it's her corpse there but we're not sure um, and people are wondering if she was sort of like the illegitimate child of uh, Osiris and Guinevere um, right. yeah so there's a lot of stuff going on there like with family tree type stuff but we don't really know what Ocelot is but there was like there was a kid Ocelot um, so, it, it, yeah, it kind of looks like the Mad King kind of thinks he's still holding Ocelot the baby and hearing yeah. the kids' cries and, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, that dude's crazy. That fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a hard fight, though, really. I mean, it was no. slightly harder as the sorcerer for me, but... Yeah, magic going, resist. Again. Going in with on my first build, yep. a lot of strength, a lot of dexterity. I really... It was over before I knew it. Yeah. Um. And it was very moody and atmospheric and whatnot, but again, it was one of those fights that you kind of thought, yeah, you could have could have jazzed it up a little bit. Um, I thought his second phase was a lot more interesting than his first phase. The four-legged thing yeah. with the tail whip. <clears throat> yeah. You, yeah. That, that sucked once or twice. I, I was chasing him, and he just casually smacked me with his fucking tail. Some of those attacks uh, actually drain FP, which would make it tougher as a sorcerer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was. Hmm. Uh, and then after that, you get in a, a very cool secret area um, that even has a secret area in the secret area that I didn't even see the first time. I know, it was right? like a filing <laughs> shrine within a filing shrine, and you fight the extremely tough but quite rewarding champion Gunder. 
Oh, which man. is it's a bit cheaty that um, they reused the boss, but it was yeah. a hell of a fight. I mean, I really a, love that fight. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Mm. like you, Such you a, feel you earned that. Yeah, and like he's his halberd that you make from his soul is one of the few uh, boss weapons that I like and are actually like viable. Um, does a lot of damage, but um, yeah, he's got that Street Fighter combo that just like air combos you for a while. Oh my god! Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like actually more dangerous when you're behind him. I think is one of the few bosses where it's like he, I'm behind him. I need kick, to be worried. That yeah, back, it's like bam, and then you're fucked. You've you've got no answer for that. So you got to kind of work out if he's going to back kick you or if you can actually get away with them with a couple of cheeky hits. Yeah, I'm um, doing him as a one bro at the moment. I haven't had much time to play lately, but he's what I'm up to. And um, I think my only saving grace is going to be that he's parryable. Right. Mm. Is is one bro, you literally don't go over level one? Yeah, stay level one the whole time. That is the craziest goddamn thing I've ever heard. That's nuts. You are a fucking madman. <laughs> <laughs> the authorities should be informed. <laughs> it's, uh, wait, it's wait, actually... till, wait till you hear what he thinks of one bro and Dark Souls 3. What do you think, Junk? <laughs> What do you think? I, I think it's a lot easier. Like, <laughs> oh, put, it th- put it this way: I um, in my I did one bro in Dark Souls two. I put up all the boss fights on my YouTube channel. Uh, on this one, I haven't even bothered with the first half of the game. I only started uploading boss fights from Pontiff and beyond, uh, without bothering with Yorm because it's gimmicky. Um, just because up until then it was too easy, and um, like the gear that's available to you, because th- like I have a reason for this, like. Um, you did the deprived class, which is the one bro class in Dark Souls 2, had five of every stat. Right. Um, the deprived class in Dark Souls 3 has ten of every stat. So there's a lot of stuff that opens up for you. Um, like I can use a broadsword, I can upgrade it fully, I can use grass crest shield, uh, all the rings, I can use magic. Um, especially once you figure in the like the rings that do like plus five strength like if i can get a plus five strength ring and then i can two hand a weapon that takes 30 strength so like there's a lot of stuff that those extra stats open up for you and really the only handicap is the gimped health bar and stamina bar so that's what you're dealing with mm. um so that's why gundir is going to be such a, a twat to deal with but other than that like pontiff wasn't that difficult and aldrich not that difficult i've still got spells to up you know i can buff my weapons so it's easy, definitely easier than Dark Souls 2 1 Bro. Like Smelter 1 Bro was. Oh, yeah. man, so many attempts. Smelter Demon. Smelter Demon, not 1 Bro, was a living nightmare. I mean, that was, I think, my first real Dark Souls brain snap. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could have. I didn't cheat through Dark Souls 1, but I was total wiki. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do, I was, uh, as Joe would say, a tourist in that one and an explorer in Dark Souls 2. Mm-hmm. And, um,. Yeah, that was the the point at which you you know uh, you, you come up against the first dark brick wall. Yeah, <laughs> I think one thing that was at play in that one as well is that I was probably the first one bro in the world in Dark Souls two. Right. So um, I had that super early access, and I was I pretty much did it before the game came out. So I was just exploring all that stuff for myself, which is great. Honestly, one of the best gaming experiences I've ever done. Yeah, uh, but this what? is still cool. What sort of responses were you getting on the YouTube? That must have just blown people's fucking minds. Like they, they've just gotten the game, they've been yeah. hammered, molested by it, if you will. And that's yeah, why are doing it as a yeah. So I'm doing it on level one, fellas, just for kicks. Yeah, I think like Cyril's posted up the Lost Sinner 
played. Yeah. Um, and uh, it just, I think he really liked that one just because it took a lot of patience. Like I had Lost Sinners so low for ages, but you just, you still cannot get greedy. Um, and the whole time, because I, I didn't have enough strength to use even just a club one-handed. So I had to like keep switching back between two-handing the club for strikes and then uh, going back to a shield. And I couldn't use a hundred percent physical block shield. Uh, so there's lots of limitations. And then like it just took ages to get Lost Center down that last like ten percent. Mm-hmm. Um, but then so that one kind of went off. And then the Smelter fight got like I don't know eight thousand, ten thousand views sure. um, because that one had to be perfect. So, like anything could one shot me in that one. Um, so like literally every roll had to be perfect in that fight. I am watching your Aldrich uh, one bro fight now, and yeah. you are on nothing. Like you just—that <laughs> is crazy. Like one, I can actually, like I can get hit in those fights. Like it, they don't have to be perfect. In Dark Souls right. three, I can actually be sloppy as a one bro, and I can get hit, especially because I've got like that Lloyd's shield ring, where it's like basically anytime I use Estus, I'm back at a hundred percent health. Yeah. And if I'm at 100% health, it negates 20% of every strike against me. So um, there's a lot of stuff that would one-shot me that doesn't. So I can be a bit more sloppy. Damn, and well, I mean, good luck with Champion Gunda because that is going to be a hell of a fight. Yeah. yeah, I'm worried about that one. And I'm, uh, people tell me the Nameless King is a real cunt. So. Yeah, he is a... That one. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. So no, I didn't do the Nameless King because, like, when you go up there, there's that message on the ground that says, if you want to walk the path of the dragon, don't ring the bell. Yeah. And I wanted to be a dragon, so I didn't ring the bell. And then uh, after I got the dragon stones and all that, I just left. And I guess after that, I should have rung the bell to do the fight. But, yeah. <laughs> hmm. So the next big one is uh, the two princes. Not I quite, confused. quite like this. With the Spin Doctors song of the same That's name, right. which I certainly didn't have running through my head for That's the last right. fucking life. I honestly thought you were going to make a video on that, Joe. It would have oh, been I really amazing. feel that it's disappointing that you haven't. <laughs> and, and I'm also disappointed in the internet, frankly. Come on, YouTube. Two I princes. am actually working on it, uh, but I've had other shit come up. So, uh, yeah, it will be out very soon, probably before this comes out, actually. So, you guys will look foolish. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, I see. No, I, I um, love this this whole master blaster from yeah beyond Thunderdome shit. Yeah. Really good idea. <laughs> yeah, 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 loved it. I didn't think of it like that, but that's good. I, I had a lot of trouble though too. I got to say this was this was one of the big ones up until I, I think I think I don't know where it is, but I think there was me talking to Job about this one, um, and Job was kind of not saying it, but heavily implying that if I thought this was hard. Then the um, the final fight, which he didn't name, would be um, <clears throat> more bracing, shall we say? <laughs> but um, no, I, I liked I liked the two parts of this, and I liked the younger brother um, being kind of the brains, and the older brother being the brawn, and just yeah. a kind of dumb, you know, half blind, crazy monster um, with a rocket launcher on his back. Yeah. <laughs> This was classic Souls. This was like, um, you know, it could have been a boring fight, but again, they're pretty good at subverting the expectation of each of the Lords of Cinder. Even though you've seen them, they never seem to resemble the the footage that you've seen of them. Like, you know, yeah, I like that. It kept you guessing. Yeah, I like both sides of it. Like, I like the lore side. I love that he's just not interested in it at all. And um, just he wants to 
just you know it's to me it's like that sort of lost thing where it's like everyone's just pushing the numbers because they think they need to to just keep the whole thing going um and then there's going to be someone who just wonders like what happens if we just stop pushing the numbers you know um that's what the younger prince is to me but then yeah mechanically the whole thing about just again playing with the timings just like the pontiff where it's like occasionally he might teleport mid combo and you just have to delay your roll by like half a second or something. Yeah. Hmm. And it. I like when you die, the younger prince kind of foppishly goes, Oh, you can lie here with us if you like. I was like, Oh, fuck you. I'm going to come. Fuck you. So, <laughs> you fucking fop. I'm going to put all of my swords inside you. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. For that is our curse. Yeah. I killed them both pretty quickly. Is. Does anything happen, like, if you kill the, the larger one, does the the younger sort of mage character, does he go mental or anything like that, or does he keeps just... keeps rezzing him. He keeps, like... If yeah, you, he brings him down. He rezzes him, so you've got to focus your fire on the little fella, but gotcha. as a magic user, with my second playthrough, way easier, because you can just aim at him and yeah. stay out of his area of attack. But uh, mm. first playthrough, sword and board, that was, you know, just, you had to get perfect timing. Yeah. Uchi had that overhand swing so I could get oh, behind yeah. him. And, uh, yeah. Nice. I like that. Life sort of, You have to have the, um, you have to get behind him. You have to hit him in that middle spot in his back because the younger prince's body is quite small. But, like, if you absolutely can't do it, then you do get, like, about six free hits while he's rezzing him. Yeah, that's true. That's when everyone in the, um, Sunbro obsession goes like absolutely nuts. Like you kill the big guy, and uh, he starts getting rezzed. And then like if you've got three people in the fight, just all going nuts on the younger prince. <laughs> Is it over very quickly or just? Well, it kind of like scales it. So the health bars go up. If they've got three people, you've got a lot more damage to do. Yeah, sure. So um, yeah, I mean you do a lot of damage, especially because I was doing bleed bro. Yeah. So um, I think the princes are a bit vulnerable to bleed. So uh, yeah, I was wrecking them, but you can't get it in one hit because uh, as soon as it detects three people in there, they're like, "All right, we're going to scale this up for you guys, make it a bit of a challenge." Mm. That's that, that's a, a good fight, and then hang on, can I can I can I admit something? Yeah, I fucking hate that boss. And I really? think it's a mistake of a boss. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that uh, having a boss that relies... Having another boss that relies on the... Uh, Lol, you thought you finished, but you didn't. Uh, mechanic uh, at that point in the game is a massive error. And hmm. uh, and I didn't, I didn't like it at all. In fact, at first, I, I, it made me hate the last boss, but I can't actually hate the last boss. Mm. Uh, right. I, I so don't. your real problem is that they're so close to each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's the so way it's that, more a question well, of timing and, and yeah. yeah. It's a mistake. Yeah. It's a mistake to have that boss there. And it's a mistake to use that mechanic so many times because I think that ultimately it um cheapens the idea. I mean you've got so you've that's the fourth. It's the fourth boss that decides, lol, yeah, you're not actually done. Uh, you're just at the halfway point when you think you've actually finished. And I think it would be really impactful if, if they used it once or twice, but instead they use it multiple times and yeah. 
I don't know. I kind of knew with Abyss Watchers I wasn't done. You could yeah. you could tell. You could definitely tell because it was it just didn't you like there wasn't enough damage. Um, yeah, I was doing too much damage. Yeah. But, I uh, think generally timing wise, there should have been a, a bit more space between um, the princes and the final boss. I think that maybe Arch Dragon Peak could have been made an area that you have to do or something. Like I felt like I needed to do a bit more roaming because you basically go from this fight. And if you choose to, you know, eschew Nameless King and Ancient Wyvern, mm. um, it's it's pretty much boss time. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. liked Wyvern. Just uh, throwing I, that out there. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I, I like the Wyvern fight. Great, you would, great, great entrance. I've got to yeah. say that. Yeah. And, and the animation when you actually actually land on it properly instead of falling <laughs> yeah. to your death, as I did <laughs> yeah. the first time, and yeah. I think a lot of people did. Yeah. Um, the animation of you, like you know, uh, I, like the end of uh, Doctor Strangelove, on on top of the fucking bomb, writing it down. It just felt like that. I was like, this is amazing. I'm on top of this beast. It's so unusually cinematic for a Souls game. Like, really, just kind of went there. Yeah. And um, I kind of love that about it. And I, I love the fact that you know, really, the the real fight is those turtle head dudes that you're um fighting through to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, though having having the keep, oh, sorry, the peak uh, forced, like mandatory, would still have you do a lol, you're not actually finished fight uh, mm. directly before the last fight, just to, because you would That's have true. to fight the Nameless King. That's I true. don't really, yeah, I can see where you're coming from, having it right next to each other. It's the same gimmick twice. I didn't have a problem with it, though, because I still felt like with the big prince, like you walk into that room, the little prince is talking to you. Um, Lore-wise, you know, the little prince is the important one, but you're fighting the big one. Um, so, like, lore-wise, he's like he's he's not the important one, but also he is a bit too easy because while I was fighting him, I was like, this is too easy for a boss fight. So I knew something was up. I think, well, I think my problem was that uh, I had a lot of trouble with this first stage. And, like, look, the, the, the reality of the two-stage fight, right, is that you have to, you, like, it's a combination the way I like, I already talked about how I look at fights weird, but uh, it's a combination of a gimmick and a marathon fight because you need to learn the move set perfectly, yeah. and then you need to learn another move set perfectly. Yeah, and well, it's, it's you an, have to have yeah. like you it's have an addition. to have nailed that first set mm. so that you can actually concentrate on learning the second set. It's it's not a completely no. new set. Uh, well, like- it, it is in the um in the two fights that I actually like. Well, with uh, the, the King princes, of Storms it's like- and Lord of the Sin uh, and the Soul of Cinder, those like with those ones, it's like they're completely different different move yeah. sets, and you yeah. like those are the ones that I actually think do the concept justice. But yeah. in the case of uh. Abyss Watchers and the Princes, I think it's used more as a fuck you to the player, mm-hmm. which I think is my problem with it. I think I, I, I'm just like, that's, I, I'm not sure if I'm getting across exactly my problem. Obviously, yes, it's proximity to the last boss fight is a problem for me as well. But uh, yeah. The, You're saying it's, it's two dark trolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that it isn't like, <laughs> it isn't, a 
satisfying increase in complexity. It's sort of just a, it could just be a power up at 50% like smelly, the smelly demon or whatever. Right. Right. right? Yeah. Like it could, you could just double the length of the bar and have it power up at 50%. But then you couldn't have like this, this play of like, you know, if you hit the front of them, it takes off one health bar. And if you hit the back of them, it takes off the other health bar. You could, you could, sure you could. I, I actually felt the Nameless King was more like what you're saying. Like, you, you fight him with that dragon at first, and then he comes after you. And I was doing crazy hits on this motherfucker, and it was taking so little health off him in his second form. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. he he's a proper marathon. He is a proper marathon. Holy shit, that took some doing. Like, <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's a shame he was optional. That, that was a fucking beautiful boss fight, that one. That uh, looks fantastic. Visually. Yeah, yeah, a beautiful boss fight, but I had the shit so badly. Oh, like, I was pain in the ass, but yeah, like, yeah, it's I, rough. It, it, it transcended enjoyment and became the other thing. Like I was just, you know, even when I beat him, I was like, "Fine, good, good, fuck him, fuck him," and then just kind of. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was. I, I thought it was appropriate in my my opinion because I was disappointed. Like obviously, I did the so I did the ancient weapon the hard way, the dumb way. What what's the hard way? Like you hit load of arrows. Oh my god! No, you, sat, you sit between. Uh, he was at his ankles, his feet, and you chop him. I was trying to chop his fucking tail off, uh, but it didn't work. Um, <laughs> said with such bitterness. Oh, I was so disappointed that they didn't get anything out of out of chopping his fucking tail. Um, but yeah, like I, I actually like if we wind back to that fight, I did the easy way uh, last night, and you guys right. are fucking lunatics. The, I think the fucking do it like a do it like it's the ancient dragon from Dark Souls Two, except it's the ancient dragon with less lethality and probably half the health, and it's way easier. Like anyone who did the ancient dragon in Dark Souls Two should not have a problem with standing like beneath that fucking dragon's feet, the wyvern's feet, and chopping it because they already they did hard mode already. They yeah. got the fucking worst version of that one. Uh, so, yeah, I and then I, I run around and I'm like, okay, so apparently I'm supposed to drop down. Okay, so I'll run past these fucking dragon neck dickheads. Oh, there's a giant one with a chain axe that yeah. can hit me from fucking anywhere, apparently. That's good. That guy's brutal. No, yeah. yeah. Uh, he killed me after I climbed the ladder <laughs> and run like fucking 20 meters at one point. Mm-hmm. And I, oh my god, I was like so close. I just wanted to see this drop down kill. Mm. I wanted to see what would happen, and <laughs> otherwise I would have just stayed. But I, I would have been, you know what? Uh, fuck it, I'm just going to stay <laughs> at the feet and do it the yeah. way. And then you drop down six times, and then you like miss it. Yeah, and I <laughs> yeah. kept missing, and I couldn't understand <laughs> what was going wrong. Well, I was getting so fucking angry, and everyone's like. Yeah, that's the easy way. Oh, why don't we just do it the easy way? This is the fucking easy way. I keep cratering. <laughs> I think he, you have to wait till he blows the fire out. I don't know. I died the first time, and the second time I made it, and my second playthrough, I got it the first time, and I was I was happy to do that. Like I was like, good, fine. It's yeah. It's not enough to just drop down on him. You have to wait. He does like a big spray of fire and then he sort of lowers his head and yeah. rests for a second and that's when you drop on him i had to Uh-oh. jump i couldn't drop i had to like actually jump oh really yeah if oh. you it, like if he lowers it to the there's a spot 
because I yeah I think I was missing and uh, like with the drop, and mm. that's how I was fucking up. But yeah, there's a spot where he locked. <laughs> you can. Oh my god, I was so angry doing I that. Like that the, is so much better. I think the, the biggest fu for me was the soul of cinder one, but uh, I was okay with it because uh, it was Gwen's move set, and it was like as soon as I recognized it, yeah, I knew what to do. And I was like, oh, I've I've done this, and it was like it all came just flooding back to me. And um, I was like, okay, if I stand this distance away, he's going to do his jump thing, and I can roll out of that and hit him a couple times, and yeah, yeah. it all worked. So law-wise, because uh, as we've, I think we've touched on briefly, the the endings, are, well, the two endings, the two sort of main endings, not the alternative, take the fire or serve the fire ending, fairly underwhelming, and you know, in typical soul style, very obtuse and not explaining much. Is the idea that you're fighting? yourself like is it like dark link style um are you fighting like a version of yourself from a previous souls game or or is this just a um, different thing i think i i don't think it's the last like um bearer of the curse or anything um i think it's i mean what it says is it's the deification of like all of the lords of cinder souls and um, I guess the reason it's there, and uh, and you know this is kind of just me, um, but I guess the reason it's there is like the final test. Like, are you powerful enough? Is your soul powerful enough to actually link the flame and keep this age of fire going? Um, but yeah, according to the item descriptions, it's like sort of the um, the manifestation of all those lords of cinder souls made into something. Um, yeah, um, it's weird, <laughs> hmm. uh, but I don't think it is the, um, the, uh, chosen undead or the champion, the last, uh, bearer of the curse or, yeah. No, it's a hell of a fight. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like, I felt it was the kind of one that, cause it, that was it. Like I'd done everything else. So. There was nothing else I could go away and do. There were no chalice dungeons that I could explore. I mean, I sort of went back through some areas to farm for this and that. Um, mm. But it was really, I was very focused on that that one fight. And it took me a couple of days, not of solidly trying, but of just psyching up to just get my ass handed to me so, mm. so fucking handily. And I came so close, like a ludicrous number of times, like beast, yeah. like so much, and then just got greedy with that one extra hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Immensely yeah. satisfying, though, once you beat the son of a bitch. Yeah, and the first time he reses all his health again, that's... <laughs> I, I've not known true despair in many games. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. I felt it then. I was oh, you're shitting me. Because at that point, you've kind of, like, rationed your Estus flasks. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, I have this many for this amount of time, yep. and then you might have, like, two or one left, <laughs> and then new health bar. Yeah, and my wand, I'm just trying to spam my wand, and he's yeah, that animation where he's looking at it and shaking his head. I'm like, oh, fuck. Mm. What do I do now? And then he does that combo. He used to be a lot easier before he did that combo. Because mm. when it was just Gwyn's moveset, it was uh, actually oh, yeah. pretty easy to beat. But then he does, like, if he catches you in that combo where he winds up for ages, mm. you're in the air. Yeah, it can be an instant death. <coughs> um,. The messages I sent Jung when I worked out that he was a uh, please a two for oh no there's there's two like us, us 
<laughs> I'll spend way too much talk, it's, time talking. It's a novella. Uh, it starts with, I'm not trying to hate. It just seems kind of tepid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, and it ends with, uh, man, I'm so freaking disillusioned. And then much, much later, it's... Uh, so in phase two, he's actually pretty different. Cinder, I mean. He's actually pretty rad. Ah, and then suck my ass, Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, so many moves. My my original my original philosophy was uh, that that I hated the solar Cinder until I saw until I really got a, a feel for his second phase, and it mm. sort of clicked with me the implications of him and the fight itself really kicked in, and uh, I really started to like love the fight itself and it felt really good. And I, you know, it, it does feel a bit cheap forcing you to basically do two boss fights on top of one another. But at the same time, the feeling you get when you finish is just, it's brilliant. And so to that point, uh, that's what made me decide like to look deeper at the two princes to work out what it was about the two of them together that bugged me and i think that it was it yeah I, I think at the end it's it's that solo cinder feels like two really separate distinct boss fights uh chunked together while the princes didn't feel enough like that to me right but uh solo cinder is uh, i think it might be one of my favorite boss fights in the series mm. yeah i think so. it's how many move sets is it it's like six or something yeah, it's five and then the second phase. Yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you're right. Second phase, I, once I worked out that you, you just needed to know, like, that big attack where he rears back, just get the fuck out of there, that, that helps so much. In the first phase, <laughs> I always <laughs> dreaded him getting the pole out. Yeah. For whatever reason, I could not get around that fucking pole mm, yep. with, with any regularity. Like, I, The I, tracking on it is insane. Uh, crazy man and so if you try and block it it's going to tear through your shield if you try to roll it's going to fucking catch you with like you know the, the yep. of whatever and it's just yeah um, immensely satisfying though I mean good lord the, the yawp of excitement oh, yeah. after I beat that motherfucker followed by the slightly lesser yawp of wow that cutscene that end cutscene literally went for like 8 seconds and yeah. I sat down <laughs> at a fire. That was the end cutscene. It's like, well, yeah. I'm just gonna sit down now. <laughs> I'm like, fucking really? Is there gonna be like a post-credit sequence where we talk about the ending? Oh no, no. Nope. Yeah, that, that <laughs> makes me feel like the fact that that's so underwhelming makes me feel like one of the other ones is supposed to be the real canonical ending. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's the uh, usurpation of the fire. It's got to be that one where you basically. Yeah. Yeah, the one where he puts a foot on her face—that struck that's, me as kind of kind of brutal. That's, I think, the other version, the nasty version of the calling the firekeeper in. Um, um, you can right at the end, you can hit her, and then that's that happens. But the the usurpation of the fire—I think you have to marry one of the NPCs, yep. and you have to be hollowed, which I was in my first playthrough, but I didn't know what that meant because I wasn't using FAQs or anything. Yeah, mm. and um, it, it feels like that's the one where you become like a, a worshipped yeah. monster, a lord. I think so too. Have you guys done the uh, like Lord of Hollows ending? I'm going to do it. 
I'm currently on it. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm so fucking awful at completing NPC quest lines, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you really shit. have to target it. Yeah. Because like, gonna go this, after it. it was one thing that I didn't look up on the wiki, and I actually bothered to just run all over the world to look for Enri. Oh yeah. And mm. just like, where could you be now? And just like, follow her around. There was one thing that I knew though. Which um, I probably would not have found out, which is the the whole chameleon thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, that just blew my mind, and I, there's no way I would have found that out. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, actually, yeah, that's no. Sorry, that was needed for if you want to do Enri's quest line, if you want to help her, uh, yeah. and then uh, if you want to kill Aldrich with her. Um, but then, yeah, you don't need that to do the Lord of Hollows ending. Um, so I kind of like I did I did all the stages of that and the creepy murder wedding was like um, it was pretty creepy and uh, I didn't feel right about it mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> um, then yeah it did feel like uh, a different direction like it's like you know previously it's only been a binary choice and uh, Miyazaki did say that this Dark Souls is going to take the series in a different direction. And, um, yeah, this whole, like, I'm going to take this power and then give it to these guys did seem like uh, the canonical thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, it, but it does feel like the only ending with it that actually is something. I mean, because mm. the other two were kind of like, yeah, the process keeps going and it's a cycle, which is, you know, that's, that's the whole Dark Souls thing. It's all about cycles and, and mm. you know, repeating history and and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So I think that, that sort of works. But, I mean, just to, to go through that Lord of Cinder fight, Solus, I'm sorry, and then be greeted by that exciting <laughs> shot of you. And it's going dark straight away. Like, you're just like, well, fucking so get, get my fire here. And, and that's it. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, I kind of love it that it's, it's underwhelming, but at the same time, this is probably going to be it, isn't it? This is probably the, the final... Dark Souls, uh, other than the DLC. It's not about the destination, Anthony. Well, I think, I mean, it's I do actually journey. think that is the point. Or, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. just because it's trite doesn't mean it's not true in this case. And it is. It's about yeah, yeah, no. the journey. Yeah, this, the, yeah. It is true. So, it's um, standing up to Andy Londo and showing him you're not like afraid. Andy Londo, <laughs> your bloody mate Andy. Spitting <laughs> in his eye. I feel awful for Andy Londo now. The one that I probably <laughs> thought was the slug up a lady's bottom but, but now that i find out she was he was sacrificed to a sluggy oh. god and uh yeah, yeah i'm gonna pay attention next time and sort of just smack it up him and henry and horace were like the only because he's to eat people hmm. um and henry and horace were the only people to ever escape him so that's why they're on some quest to go kill aldrich and um yeah that was fun Getting like summoned into Anri's world and then taking on Aldrich with her. Yeah, that's that's creepy. That's that's like, almost like bloodborne horrorish sort of yeah. territory. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the, the bits for me that were the best. Like I know um, there is some dissension on the on the bloodborne quality, and I agree in certain parts. Bloodborne kind of lost its way, but I just the aesthetic and the mood of bloodborne. Yeah. Uh, was always so you know that wonderful combination of Poe and Lovecraft, which was just really striking, and I like yeah. that was brought 
quite a lot into some of these Dark Souls sections, like the, the creepy villages and your demented yeah. priestesses and priests and people worshipping in strange churches. It was all just yeah, really it's a bunch nice, of dioramas. Really it's like someone sort of like setting out a diorama of miniatures, and you can imagine what's going on in that scene, and then you just sort of arrive and fuck everything up. But mm. yeah. Yeah. Like all, just even the stuff that's in the level, like all these, even in the undead settlement, like all these body, bodies, like hung upside down, wrapped. Yeah. Bagged. Yeah. And yeah. then the crucifixion words and all that as well. I want to do, I want to go to the swamp. I haven't tried this yet. I want to do the spread out gesture <laughs> in the middle of the swamp. <laughs> and just, I want to see if like I can be completely covered by swamp water. Right. All right. And then like people just come along and. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dude invade me uh, while I was in the dragon area, Arch Dragon Peak, and uh, I'd just gotten up to the place where you uh, kneel down to get your twinkling torso stone. Mm-hmm. And uh, he invaded and he ran the wrong way immediately. I'm like, uh, okay, fuck it. And I just lay down. Yeah, uh, and he ran all the way up. I lay down behind the sort of block, and he <laughs> ran all the way up, looked around, and then ran off again. And the uh, black separated <laughs> shooting crystal. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Nice. Yeah. Good times. Prawn. So, I mean, uh, do you have hopes and dreams for the DLC? I mean, obviously, it's not going to be for a while if mm. if the internet is correct. Um, sort of September-ish, which is apparently fall in the states. Um, I mean, story stuff you'd like to see tied up or some, some places like you guys are way more au fait with the lore of souls than I am. I just, you know, I just don't like the knights. That's about my, <laughs> yeah, you know. I like your idea about profane capital. I'd like yeah. to check. Yeah. Yep. I think, I think yeah. you're on the money with that one. Yeah. Yep. I feel like we need to go further down. I think that's because you could still see stuff like there were sort of spires and towers leading downwards and yeah. Uh, yeah more well, there's that yeah, weird boss like fight as well near the uh, before you get up to the the boss fight. Mm. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, right. exactly. That you can get to, but it doesn't it. take you anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I'd love to see them do something with the um, the mound makers as a covenant, as a and as a an area sort of dig down from the undead settlement via the tree pit, turn him into less of an optional boss. You'd yeah. like to have your own sort of house yeah. with a mound in it. And, like, the more people you kill, yeah, the bigger your mound it actually does grow. The bigger it grows. I just need people to know just how many have died at my hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you can show people. Yeah. I actually, my only hope or dream is that there's more new shit. Because um, I'm really, I'm just... The, the stuff that I'm the biggest fan of, like I really love the N Orlando stuff, but it's the new stuff that I love. I love it's like, like I don't squee over just Gwendolyn alone. I squee over the the evil nature of like consuming Gwendolyn. Mm. Yeah. And then when it comes to like Seagward and stuff like that, I just kind of see that sort of stuff as fan service. Yeah. So um, I kind of hope they got all that out of their system. And I know, and they're they're correct in assuming that all the fans are just going to shit their pants over seeing you know, the return of Siegmeier. Um, but I just hope they got it all out of their system and now we can just focus on all the new, ex- more experimental shit. Like in Dark Souls 2 DLC, all those places were much more experimental than Dark Souls 2. 
So uh, I hope it's the same this time. Dark Souls 2 DLC was absolutely stunning. Like, uh, I remember I bought it first for the, the original game and then later on had it for um, Scholar of the First Sin. Mm. And um, that the first one that came out, that huge dragon area and yeah. everything was so broken down and shitty and the enemies were so strong, it was just... I love that. That was great. Um, there were too many knights. Um, <laughs> if I'm honest, if I don't, you have one of my notes. But, um, Is that the one that had the final bosses, the fume knight? Was that the first DLC? That no. was the first. Second, I think. The first one was more like temple-ish, like poison temple-ish with like crypts and like... Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. still remember what happened when you got to the end. The fume knight was like the second second one but it was like that extremely vertical tower we gotta yes. get down up down like yep. all the way to the bottom very confusing yeah but like interesting it. and and you know unexpected and and i guess that's right i think i would like unexpected as well um yeah i thought, I thought the bloodborne dlc was pretty great too or definitely parts of it that, that final part of it the the fishing hamlet where it's basically you're living mm. a, a dagon-esque H.P. Lovecraft story, and I, and I love the shit out of that, and that final boss, that weird screechy monster thing. Um, and I, I'd love something like that, like something that isn't necessarily tied to the main story, but is just kind of a, an offshoot, and, it, and is its own thing that doesn't need to, you know, mm. be tied to all the other games. Yeah. Mm. And I think, like, they've gotten to a stage now with the series where experiment experimentation is only kind of possible in the DLC. Because um, we kind of knock all the bad stuff from Demons and Dark One, like Bed of Chaos, is sort of held up as this example of bad design, and it is. But you got to have the good with the bad. No, you don't have to have the good with the bad if the bad is the Bed of Chaos. Yeah, no, you do though, because like all the good things that came from Dark Souls, like we just sort of like forget. Like, we, we just don't think about the bed of chaos. But it all came from a, a, a result of... It was all a result of experimentation. The and demons of chaos was so. laziness. No, they were just trying to do something, and it didn't work out. Oh, I don't agree. I think, I think, you're, I think you're meeting them way more than halfway on the bed of chaos. I, we, I, would, I would forgive... Hang on. Have we lost someone? We've lost Anthony. I... Have we? Apparently. No. No? Something's going on. I see little dots. Little dots. Whatever little dots are. Yeah. Uh, Maybe three hours is too much for him. (laughs) 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 Um, We we still have connection though, Luke. You you can still hear us and stuff? Yeah, I'm here. So that's okay. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll see if he comes back. Um, right. I'll see if I can add him to yeah. it all again. Um, but yeah, I will not. I will not hear a good word about the bed of chaos. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to say a good word about the bed of chaos. I'm trying to say a good word about experimentation. And like when you have some, when you have the the okay to be experimental, you will come up with both good and bad. Mm. And um, you know they could have made the decision to just cut that from the game. But, um, you know, that's the, there's examples of it all throughout Demons and Dark. Like, people forget about the world tendency in Demons. But a lot of the really good stuff that people love from the series, period, come from Demons. So it's like we've kind of lost that ability in Dark Souls 
as a series to be that experimental unless it's in the DLC. Yeah. Like we're at a stage now where all the bosses have to be very polished and um, as a result they're getting a bit more safe. And I felt that since the last one. But um yeah. They showed that, you know, with like the broom tower and stuff like that. Like I just loved how crazily vertical that was. And I love the final boss of uh, Frozen Elysium Lois. So with that stuff, like they can be a bit more interesting. Yeah. Have we got Anthony back? Yeah, I'm back. Sorry, I don't know what happened then. Uh, some oddity. Okay. Um, so we finished the game, yeah? Uh, do we want to talk about PvP some more or what? Um, I know it's your favorite thing, Adam, or it's it what my, you're doing a lot of. It is my favorite thing. Um, I don't know how much I can add to that. I just like annoying people. Yeah. To, to, to be on, to be perfectly honest with you, that's but, pretty much what it's all about for me as well. Yeah, but I, I mean, do, so I much I want to try. I have a little bit of a code, like because as you know, I hang out in that um, uh, crucifixion woods. Yes, like yeah. a swampy sort of area. But before I engage, I sort of run around. You know that area that head sort of heads off to the crystal sage. Yeah. yeah. If I go through there and I can see, you know, they haven't got the, the sort of, um, I don't know what their names are, like the, the bugs, the twinkly Titanite bugs. Yeah. But essentially, if I see that they haven't been there, they haven't been through there, I will sort of not be an absolute dickhead to them. Like I will reveal myself and, hey, hey, go on, do you want to fight? <laughs> as, as I'm thinking, you know, a box for three minutes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but um I don't know. It's just I just think it's fantastic. Like the, the whole PvP. I've done much sort of honor duels. I think you guys probably do more of that. Yeah. How do they yeah. go? That's good. You you get a lot of people like I get a bit cheesed when um people heal in a duel. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're invading then all bets are off. Yeah. But like if you're summoning someone for a duel um, I just also feel like they must be new because, like, not just because the like honor code or whatever, but it's just like if both parties are healing, it just goes on for so long. Yep. Yeah. And it changes the dynamic of it. And the invader has like half as much healing flasks. So I just feel like they must be new. But uh, you carry around the undead hunter's charm anyway. And, you know, you hit them with those and it's fine. Yeah. I asked but, Miyazaki yeah. about that and he was pretty, I was, I was surprised. He was ignorant to that. Right. I sort of said, you know, because my leading sort of question, and of course I went through a translator, so it took fucking nine minutes to ask the question. <laughs> of course. But it was, um, I basically said, you know, are you aware that there's a, you know, there's like a subculture of people who play your game and they have an honor system and they bow and there's certain rules in place and what do you think of that? Mm. And he was, I, I remember his answer. It was it was very cautious. He was like, well, 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 well if that happens... I'm very proud of it because I want players to, you know, work against each other and not be, not be cruel to each other and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know, it was just surprising to me that he wasn't particularly aware of it. Yeah, wow. I love that, jealous that Job's, Job's play experience is just like the polar opposite of that. He is basically the dark <laughs> Miyazaki. <laughs> the moral opposite yep. of that, that ideal. <laughs> I actually, I have a code. A man's got to have a code, right? And uh, <laughs> I, I have my own code. And if you break this code, then yeah. I will be as big a dickhead as I am fucking capable. If you have an S-Docs. 
Yeah. If you've the got S-stock. an air stock, it all bets are <laughs> off. Like literally, at the yeah. moment I see it, all bets are off. Uh, yeah. I will. I'll run up. Um, you know, red or blue red. Uh, I'll bow. I'll wave. I'll spam hello. Everything's cool. If I see you've got an S stock in your hand, I will <laughs> pretend. <laughs> I will walk up. I'll do the yeah. wave, and I'll walk forward while I'm waving. Yeah. And then as soon as they are. Uh, as soon as they go to wave back, I will fucking spin attack them <laughs> to like fucking death. Uh, <laughs> so you're doing bleed bro at the moment? Yeah, man. At the moment, it's it's good. Um, I've got I've got two builds going at the moment, or two not builds, two um, semi working systems because I needed something with a bit more uh, length uh, yeah. to to combat the ultra great sword spam because. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I I have been ever since I so I I must have won maybe thirty five uh, of the human dregs mm-hmm. uh, invading as a Aldrich faithful without ever knowing about the L two R two thing. Oh yeah, wow! That is fucking goofy, man. That attack it is, isn't is it? fucking goofy. That like, sh- I honestly found it hard to lose. Oh, it is. It is. I so I've been rolling around doing uh, L one, a bit of. There's a four hit combo with L one, uh, where you basically end on a cross attack. Yeah, yeah. And that almost always uh, ends in death for them. Yeah, it takes about three hits to proc bleed or something. Yeah. Um, but L two R two is all three of those hits. <laughs> yeah, in the space it's, it's just props bleed in the one spin. Yeah, and then like, even if they've got like okay bite, or sorry vigor, even if they got okay vigor, but like if they're only in like say the drang armor or something like that, mm. um, like it can take off ninety percent of their health. Yeah, and I was doing it consistently. Like I had so many files that I didn't include in that video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's goofy. It's goofy. Yeah. And even if you don't, even if you don't use uh, the uh, rouge to fucking bleed up your weapon, you still proc sooner rather than later. So yeah. I I can do it and watch them bleed to death within maybe four of those hits, and that's what I'll use on on cheesy motherfuckers who have S stocks. Because I know they're just going to crystal magic weapon that shit and then mm-hmm. poke at me for the rest of eternity. Yep. Um, when I when they whip it out afterwards, when they come up with something else in hand and then they suddenly switch to an S-Doc, which happens more than you would think, but it, know, it means that people know that they're being dickheads. Mm-hmm. Um, I and, and so they start attacking with the S-Doc. Uh, that's what I've got the Drang Hammers for. I've got the Drang Hammers Lightning plus 10. And uh, oh, yeah. people don't have Lightning uh, resistance. They've got fire yeah, resist. Heavy armor is still weak to it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, And strike. They're weak to strike as well. So you're hitting both those. Um, so, yeah, it's. I found it. It's a, And it's got uh, a moveset that's very similar to the Jewel Clubs in mm. Dark Souls 2. So I've already pretty much got the timing down. And so, yeah, I just switch across to that. I don't have it equipped, so I have to switch in my in- inventory, but that's okay. That doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. You just run away for a bit and, uh, yeah, switch. Maybe cop a couple of hips from the X-Stock, but that's okay. And yeah. End them. I'll If someone's using an S-Stock, I'll heal. 
Yeah. But um, what I really want to do is like work in some kukri into the game. So it's yeah. like the bleed keeps on building up, and I just keep throwing it until they engage, and then you just spin to win. Yeah. 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 That video you sent me. What? What shield was he using? That was fantastic. It was uh, just double double holding a shield. Yeah. Was that the? Oh, uh, that's the, that's hilarious. Them. The most yeah. annoying build one. Is that the yeah. Dragon Slayer? Yeah. Boss Soul Shield, I think. Yeah. It was either that or Havels. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. It's one one or the other, but it was just a fucking... It was a, just a ridiculous... Fu- yeah. He would, I, th- I think he, he'd bleed damage, though. I don't think it... Yeah, it, I think we would get him with bleed. Yeah. I think so. Uh, I think he would, like, not sit there turtling. I haven't come yeah. across anyone who's doing it yet, which is disappointing, in my opinion. I yeah. thought I'd see people doing it a lot, because the moment after that... Um, there was some YouTuber who him and four friends would all dress up in the Thorn armor mm-hmm. and they just roll into people until they died. Yeah. Um, the moment <laughs> after you saw that one, everyone was wearing thorns. Like everyone yeah. was wearing thorns, um, which was disappointing because I had a lot of fun being a cheesy dickhead with thorns before <laughs> yeah. everyone was on it. But uh Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't seen more of that shield. I think you have to respec to hold that fucking shield, though. Like, yeah, probably. You probably need minimum 25 strength to dual yeah. hand that shit. Right. I want to get like a good stability parry shield and then see how it goes against the S-Doc. Just yeah. like let them get... Because they're, they're just going to R1 spam, so it's easy yeah. to get the timing of the parry. Yeah. So I want to just try that out. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be one way to do it. Um, I had a dude who perfectly parried my uh, spin win. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's I've never seen anyone parry that when I was spinning. No, neither had I. It was spectacular. Lots of people tried too. I I did like I he did ninety percent of my damage and I did the lay down. Oh wow! We were in the we were in a fight club. We were both summons, and uh, yeah, he got me like I had him down to about thirty percent. And uh, he took me down uh, to ten percent damage with uh, with the parry, and uh, yeah, I just lay down and let him kill me. It was yeah. I was just too impressed. It was fucking. Because I was actually thinking that it couldn't be parried. I didn't think so either. Yeah, yeah. I watched him against like parriers, like people who were legit good at it. Because um, anytime I would, I switch it up. You know, like. I don't just do the spin. I might do the the overhead swing and stuff like that. Yep. And then you come across people who are just legit good, mm-hmm. and they would parry that, and I'd be like, okay, yeah, well done. You mm-hmm. deserve the win. But um, yeah, no one had ever parried the spin. Yeah. Yeah, this dude just nailed it. Um, so that was pretty good. That was pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, no, loving the PvP. I keep going back to it. I'm trying to, like, if... I think I'm currently level 75, so maybe I'm. A bit, it's about time I slot into the level 80 meta. Well, that's the other thing that's so great about that build is that you get 10 free levels. Yeah, you're getting matched up against like like I'm SL 80. I was getting matched up against 80s, but I'm actually kind of 90 because <laughs> of the 10 free luck levels. Yep. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm uh, doing that great bow thing at the moment. What's the great it's like People run around the ledge. I saw that. Uh, That's a hell of a shot. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Wow. I'm thinking about improving it because I want to try the um, the bridge in the catacombs. Yeah. And there's a few other places I want to try. But what I want to do is like 
for security, um, I want to bring the Force Miracle. Yep. Um, and there's a talisman that works really quick, and I'll get, get the Sage Ring, so that goes really quick. So I can really quickly just like knock people back. And then I'll do the Great Bow thing. I'll, I want to dress like a Silver Knight, and I want to do the um, the Phantom Ring and the Obscuring Ring, so I'm looking like a ghost. <laughs> but um, then hmm. on top of that, what I'm going to do is like I'm going to get some Prism Stones. And I'm going to put them on a, a certain spot. Like I put it maybe like on the ledge where I was in that gif. Mm. And um, then I'll drop some loot there. Like maybe just like a couple prism stones as loot. <laughs> so they're going to go over there and they're going to press X to loot. And it's just going to give me a second to just blast oh, them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. That's what I love about the <laughs> PvP. Just how creative you can get with your training. Real experimentation. Yeah, yeah, that's where I feel I'm I'm doing experimentation properly. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Well, I, I kind of want to do more PvP now. I've got to say, I'm watching these videos of um, Young List here and. Uh, <laughs> the Bleed Bro? Yeah, uh, just amazing. Yeah. yeah. So much damage. It's yeah. crazy, I'm, right? I'm it's, getting a sense of visceral satisfaction just watching it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I came well, in, like, um, there was one fight club, and I, like, there was a king sort of, like, sitting on the ledge mm-hmm. just outside of Pontiff, just watching all his subjects fight. Yep. And then I just killed the king. And then I went into the fight club and I just killed everyone in the fight club with like a couple of spins. And I, I just shouted out into the air like, I came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. All right, I've got a question for you guys. Should Dark Souls have an easy mode? No. Absolutely not. Like, just don't play the game if you don't want to play the game. It used to and it was not, sorcery. Not everything. <laughs> True. Every game is for everyone. No. I, I don't understand that. Like, it's just not, you know, I don't ask that Minecraft have a fucking horror monster mode with, like, snuff films and gore. Like, it just sometimes the thing isn't for you. So don't mm. have the thing be for you. For fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah. Just, yep. I don't get it, man. I, I really don't get that argument. I don't think it's going to happen either because, I mean, the game yeah, is spectacularly so. well, so... But um, yeah, I don't think you're a better person for playing a harder game. I don't think I don't buy into any of that bullshit. But I just think this is what the game is. Calm your tits. People people say like what what gets to me is people say it's elitist to say that it shouldn't have an easy mode. That but it, there is a, there is a degree of elitism involved. But that's because there is a degree of being elite. Finishing the game yeah. the way it is. Yeah. And so, mm. of course, there's elitism because you feel like you're very good at the game. You, you justifiably not- feel satisfied at a, a difficult task well accomplished. And I think exactly. if that's not your thing, then play something else. But it's not elitist to say that it shouldn't have one. It's not deliberately exclusive. You're not attempting to keep it exclusive because the overall philosophy is... That you act like I personally, for me, it's I would just like people to play it and get good enough to win. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's, that's why it's not fully elitism, is because like we don't want to keep it obscure. Yeah. We actually get happier when more people play it. Absolutely. Exactly. It's, just, it's just that it means something when you do play. Like if someone says they finished it, that means they rose above. 
but but seeing that sense of satisfaction, like talking to someone who who like you at some stage was like, I don't get this game at all, mm. and then suddenly they have that look in their eyes where they beat the first you know really challenging boss and they got through the really tough challenge and they're like, yeah, I, I get it now. I understand the endorphin rush and the excitement, and that's what it's about. To take that away diminishes the the concept, diminishes the satisfaction, and yeah, yeah it's just not playing true to itself. It doesn't mean anything. Exactly. You're just witnessing the ending. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. All right, we got anything else to add, guys? Um, well, I think that's pretty much it. Hell of a game. Hell of a game. He's not going to do another one, right? That's pretty much Apparently. what he said. You, what you guys just think put on Reddit. there'll be another game this year? Like, not another game, but you don't think they'll announce from software will announce something new? They've done three straight years now. Mm, I suppose. I think they will. I think didn't, there'll be another. Adam, didn't you get a sense? And I know it was a very vague sense, but didn't you get a sense? Yeah. Sci-fi game, yeah. Yeah, we were we were sitting there, and there was a dorky, can barely speak English Russian dude in our sort of round table. There's only three of us, and his his sort of question was: He said, "Okay, you've you've done the sort of grim, dark, medieval of Dark Souls." Then you waded into like the gothic horror. You know what? What other settings are there left? Like sci-fi. And there was just there was just this weird look I noticed from his translator, and and the answer came back. It was, it was very sort of you know guarded. It was just like oh you know I, I do actually like sci-fi. I think it's really cool, and I am looking to do something different. And that and that's as far as it went. But Jesus, can you imagine Dark Souls with fucking laser death? I, I'd uh, love that. I think that would be amazing. I mean, he did such a good job for horror and Bloodborne. Yeah. Um, I just can only yeah. imagine that that same level of complexity and attention to detail uh, in yeah. a sci-fi environment would be. I wonder how it would work though, because like part of sci-fi is like at least semi-explaining the sci. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That would be that would be interesting because I think it relies very heavily on players not knowing. So. Yeah, I wonder how that would work. Do you think they wouldn't just do Armored Core, would they? Well, could, could you not do the, like, you know, the last 15 minutes or the last 10 minutes of 2001 A Space Odyssey where, you know, time becomes nonlinear and it becomes kind of, you know, where mm. am, I, am I in the universe? Like, you can imagine an entire game of that kind of surreal, heady concepts. Experiments could, gone wrong. Yeah. yeah, experiments with time gone wrong, different dimensions, all that kind of stuff could be fantastic. Post-black hole interstellar. Oh my god, yes. exactly. Event horizon on the wrong side of the fucking portal. <laughs> yeah. The game that. takes place in a bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. No, who knows? Whatever it is, I'll play the shit out of it. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cool. cool. All right. Uh anything else to add, Joe, on that one? No. No. Should we wrap it up then? Let's wrap it up. Let's We've uh, kept it at a taut, lean three and a half hours. So three and a half hours, pretty good. good. Pretty good. <laughs> what I will add is that the uh, the jailers in the dungeon, the fuck those guys. <laughs> they yeah. were they were. I, I like them. I like I like that they existed. They're like one of the moments where I'm like, that is a really interesting enemy mechanic yeah. that makes yeah. me panic, like physically feel panicked. Yeah. And what are you going to do? You're going to heal? You can't heal? Yeah. 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 
You don't have to wait to heal anybody. And look, I got this nice little brand over here. Do you like that? <laughs> that was the worst area. And then there were like right. triggers on the grounds and the cells that would just cause like an audio scream. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. No, th- those were the those were the like hollows because you yeah, can see yeah, them just actually reach at you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. That whole area. I that keep area. forgetting about them as well. Every time I return there, I'll be like, yeah. there's something I'm supposed to be remembering about this. And I'm like, oh, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. lured by that shiny. And the whole thing makes sense as well. Like the, the sort of worm beasts are so weak to fire. And there's brands just would just like put them down. Ah, of course. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right, James. Let's wrap this up. Um, yes. All right. So if anybody is listening to this and they want to listen to a regular show that we normally do, we do every week where we talk about video games, you can find us on uh, iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Under the Gap, or GA Podcast. Uh, we can download the show there. We're also under uh, the GAPodcast.com for the website where you can check all our regular updates. Uh, we're all on Twitter as well at twitter.com slash Luke Laurie. I'm L-A-W-R-E. Job's on there as... Uh, Joey Jojo. Junglist is on there as well. The Junglist. Uh, and you guys, uh, Adam, wh- where are you? Where can people find your work? Yeah, I'm on the tweets um, under Grizzwords. Cool. And, and you can find me at, uh, on Twitter at Claw Talk or, I don't know, at various locations in like filming and whatnot, banging on about movies and shit. It's, it's a hoot. It's a hoot. <laughs> it's a hoot and a half. <laughs> Nice. Cool. Well, thank you, gentlemen. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming. Thanks on. for coming on. This is awesome. We'll get. We'll see you guys for next year's um, from Software Science game. <laughs> yes. Fiction. Science game. fiction. Yeah. Lock it in. Let's do it. <laughs> Dead Space Souls. See you there. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>